0: Hey guys, it's Teo Rap Olson. I play Sebastian on The Walking Dead,
1: coming to you on Below the Belt show. Um, And as Sebastian would say, listen to this right now, you filthy plebs. The Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pimps up, goes down.
2: guys
0: it's time for another episode of btb below the belt
2: in the house
0: i'm your host al soto aka celebrity soto your host with the most here for your weekly pleasure guys uh we have another incredible show from top to bottom and it starts with this panel a multi-talented panel if you will right Starting with, guys, uh, she is a voice actress extraordinaire. Now, back to being an actress extraordinaire after taking a break, right? The adorable one, Allie Dash. Welcome back to BTB.
3: Glad to be back as always.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And let's go ahead and introduce, that's right, another actor extraordinaire and podcaster, the one and the only Dan Franco.
1: Hey, thanks for having me back, guys.
0: Yeah, man. I, I was always trying to check your availability because you knocked it out of the freaking park when you run. You know how. You have so much knowledge. Thanks, man. I, I, it's fantastic, but it might have to do with the fact that you also have your own podcast, don't you?
1: Well, we do. We, uh, we have Apple teenies with Ken, with me and uh, Ken Arnold. So yes. I do have to say some. I'm happy. Uh, Kenny's got his uh, his Capitals gear on here, usually when I'm on <laughs> with my yes, Ken. Sir. He's a Flyers <laughs> guy, and, and, you know, I have to put up with that, so it's, it's ah. great to be around a fellow Caps fan tonight. Yes, yeah.
0: that's right. Let's introduce, that's Group right, Caps. another podcast. Season podcaster. starting in like four days. <laughs> another podcaster extraordinaire, best known for his work on That Was Disappointed, uh, the one and only Kenny Hopkins, Ninkendo in the house.
4: Yes, thank you. What's up, guys?
0: Good to have you on BTB, Kenny. Twice
4: in one season, man. Yes. You got that budget this season. <laughs>
0: the budget to bring you on is that what you mean? yeah you guys are getting paid. <laughs> i know we're, we're dealing with like you know uh someone like uh joe rogan uh level of podcaster here that's you know? right <laughs> you got to be a little more crazy with the money um but first of all before we get in the world of entertainment uh i wanted to uh talk about some plugs uh, you know a lot of people do amazing things films um ali dash i mentioned earlier that you took a little hiatus from
3: acting and now you're back
2: which
0: is kind of awesome.
3: cool yeah that makes it, i mean i've been doing i've continued doing voiceover um throughout actually had a um, spot earlier this morning yes. um that i did um but haven't uh but it was what month was it july that we did uh, it was all filipino, filipino cast filipino, we did the pin yeah, mm-hmm, right. which was amazing
0: the 48 hour film project um and uh that's for baltimore and uh, i guess we could let the cat out of the bag right we actually Think have so. one we Think have one so of the judges, are we we have one of the judges on the panel. Are we
1: allowed to say I, I, I oh care. are you
3: one of the judges <laughs> i was i didn't know that it
1: was great to see <laughs> both of you pop up on uh when i was going through the screeners so
3: oh cool <laughs> i didn't know that. That's awesome.
0: Of yeah. course, they can't reveal the judges prior because you who knows what bribes or sexual favors go into the judges.
3: <laughs> Does that happen? In so the, the
1: judges aren't revealed till the day of... The no, spring. damn it. <laughs> no bribes at all.
0: <laughs> so yes, we didn't even know, of course, just saying it for the record here on BTB that we didn't know that our friend Dan Franco was indeed a judge for the 48-hour film project for Baltimore, uh, which... Uh, Pinoy Noir ended up getting third place, best film, which is pretty exciting. Um, we had a couple of awards, didn't we? Uh, best trailer, I believe. We won yes, Best Trailer. It was yeah.
3: Best Trailer, yep.
0: Yeah, so those are the two that we won for that one. So, uh, And we're going to be actually uh, shooting a sequel for our first 48 hour film project with Francis Abbey and Barcada DMV, which is called, um, well, I, I won't reveal the title just in case. I don't know. But it is a sequel for our first. 48-hour film project, The House Guest. uh, That's cool. Which is part of the DC 48-hour film project. Yeah. So.
3: I'm excited to join the cast as well for that one, um, since I wasn't able to be in the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we reached out for you because we
0: did... uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I was in
3: Pennsylvania that weekend. That's why I was...
0: Yeah, taking a cue from Joe Coy, Comedian Extraordinaire Mm -hmm. for an all-Filipino cast for that one. So...
3: Yeah, we that's actually right. have a couple scenes together, Al. I think yeah, this will me. be the first time that we've actually, like, other <laughs> than, like, when I help you with auditions, like, actually, like, oh, we actually acted. Have, we
0: actually have some scenes. that we're Yeah, we have now. scenes okay. together
3: because we've never acted together. Wow. You know, like, you know, off each other. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah, I remember meeting you on Veep, doing uh, some yep. great background work on that. And, that. and then, uh, yeah, you're right. We never never got to work uh uh in a scene together even though we worked on that same project together so yeah um, i don't think i've worked had a pleasure working with dan franco either man We got
1: not stuff. yet let's let's work on that <laughs> i know
0: right dan uh of course the last time we had you on you were uh, promoting um a comedy of horrors comedy
1: of horrors yeah that's uh you know this is this is the time of year for our for our two independent movies our uh we have those two horror comedies and and this is spooky season and all the yes. halloween watch lists and things like that so um you know ken and i are are all over the place on on facebook and twitter trying to promote and and, and get the word out about those two uh the night watchman and uh and a comedy of horrors
0: both films that are perfect for the halloween season yeah.
3: that's has awesome anyone,
0: has anyone uh decided on their halloween costume this year if you are i'm between
3: a couple of things i'm actually thinking about um being like kind of um like just like gender bending it and being argyle from stranger things okay i'm thinking oh, okay. about um so i've got like the long hair so i okay. wouldn't even need a wig or anything
2: a hawaiian shirt
3: um and yeah and then just get like the surfer pizza shirt and mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about that. I'm like between that and like a couple other things. Like thinking maybe doing like a vampire. Um, my husband's doing a vampire, but but I don't know. I'm kind of like I think it might be fun to do um Argyle.
1: Yeah, that's he a was great. Things is really hot, right? Yeah, here. he was great. Dan Frank, are you celebrating Halloween? Uh, yes, I, I do celebrate the Halloweens. Um, no, we don't have many uh any trick or treaters in our neighborhood anymore. All the kids kind of aged out, but. I might just stand out on my roof and blast Master of Puppets and, and uh, throw in a Hellfire t-shirt or something. Yes! I don't know. Oh, that'd be yeah.
0: awesome. You took a page out of my notebook, Dad. I just ordered my Hellfire t-shirt. Oh, just, oh
3: that's awesome.
1: We've been a, going to a lot of, um, I you know, have wig. Promoting, promoting our movies. We've been going to a lot of horror conventions. You know, we were at Scares yes. the Care down in uh, in Williamsburg, which is really cool. Um, I gotta say, the horror community is, I mean, people are just, rabid and avid fans and there's nothing cooler than you know being there at, at a booth and having someone welcome to oh wow I've, i love your movie you know and and so people that we don't know like you our friends go up and say hey i saw your movie it was really cool you know but but for people <laughs> strangers to come up and do that but man there were so many eddie monson's um it was oh, crazy oh, i bet I it's gonna be big this year yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a big one <laughs> and there's one girl i saw her, she was at the, t- at the booth next to us, and the woman's like, oh, I love your cosplay. She's like, I'm not cosplaying. I just have bad hair. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> she was wearing the Hellfire shirt, and she just had this crazy hair. Uh. She's like, so I'm just going in. I'm just going to go with it.
3: You should have played just, along be like, yeah, thanks.
1: How I about you, Caddy? Are you
0: getting in the Halloween spirit?
4: Oh, I love Halloween. Uh, Normally, we do every year. uh, We'll get together. Uh, One year, um, the whole family, we did all the characters from uh, uh, Inside Out from Disney.
3: Oh, Um, that's uh, awesome. Which one were you? uh,
4: I was uh, the scaredy cat one, Uh, Fear. Yeah, because I was the tall, lanky guy. Um, And my son had just been born at the time. So we dressed him up like the anger guy. Um, And my two girls did the Uh, joy and uh, disgust but um, this year uh, my wife is pregnant and due on the 30th so uh, I don't intend to do anything for Halloween this year but we're hoping to get some trick-or-treaters we've already got the front of our house decorated Uh, typically usually it's big but this year we're we're scaling it back
3: very Uh, good congratulations
4: thank you yeah we're
2: excited (laughs)
3: yeah when I was um when I was pregnant with my son I actually dressed up as I was Juno very nice just so much fun I carried like around a giant sunny d the whole time and like Um,
4: when when, uh when she was pregnant with my uh son uh we uh the first time we uh we we she did um Winnie the Pooh and kind (gasps) of did like a a Disney like thing and then I did Tigger and I had stripes all over It, it was it was cute
3: that's awesome
0: wow awesome and kenny of course you were that was disappointing and you actually made your much anticipated return
3: yeah i came
4: back and uh you know uh shot the shit with the guys and uh just had some fun over there they were talking about fall in the most recent episode so nothing's changed
0: one thing we should mention though that you are in the state of florida and i yep. know that uh, ian uh, was uh, was not merciful to
2: the floridians
4: no there's a lot of people down here that are uh in in, in bad bad shape unfortunately Unfor- uh, for us we're we're well inland from all of that so i'm about two and a half three hours from where the worst hit but um it got it got real bad here too and i've uh, I, being from up north and having experienced blizzards and stuff, I, I'll take a blizzard over a hurricane. I'm sorry, I just, you know, the 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 debris yeah. melts away. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah. The yin and the yang, you know, the good and the bad, right? Would, the sunny Florida weather, but the occasional hurricane. And yeah. Like well. In Maryland. Or you know, enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> right. Right. So, exactly. Uh, exactly. So uh, tonight, uh, we don't have any other call-ins tonight because we're playing exclusive on location content from the noche de gala event Truly interviews sholo maradona miguel himself on uh cobra kai our favorite show on netflix finally got an interview with Sholo. so i'm really, really excited he also talks about the upcoming blue beetle movie and if that wasn't enough a dc industry icon the one and the only george pelicanos I talked to George on the red carpet, uh, his thoughts on uh, the recent We Own the City, um, of course, um, you know, the new up- upcoming productions in the DMV, including Laid in the Lake, uh, that recent uh, um, scare um, that, that happened on set, and a couple other cool things that we'll be uh, listening into those amazing red carpet interviews that I conducted at the Noche de Cal event in D.C., so... That is what we are looking at tonight, but uh, yes, we got a lot of stuff going on in the world of pop culture, entertainment, geek culture, so let's do it here on ETV.
1: It is time for the Hollywood Report. That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain.
0: right another maryland zone joel and benji good charlotte Presenting the hollywood news theme all right so uh first of all i hope everybody has a spirited beverage um I have
3: coffee took a
0: note from uh, <laughs> frank himself uh, A bourbon aficionado so i got some uh bullet bourbon on xerox there you go <laughs>
1: It's a weeknight, so I can't, I can't go bourbon. It's <laughs> no, still
0: a weeknight, right? right? All right. So let's talk about uh, first of all, the box office. The number one movie is Smile, uh, which I still have yet to see. Um, yeah, Howard does really, really well. And um, this particular film just uh, was very well reviewed, even though it was only budgeted um, for $17 million. It well exceeded the budget in its opening weekend at $22 million. Uh, so that's really, really good for that particular film. It stars Sosie Bacon. That Bacon name sounds familiar. Daughter of Kevin Bacon.
1: Uh, have you seen? Have see- you seen the uh, the the promos they've been doing for that at at sporting events? Yes. That's uh, crazy. I saw
0: that. That is so freaky. They're just no. Having, they're
1: just having people show up in a smile t-shirt, yes. and the camera knows they're there. So they'll it, right before like commercial or coming out of a commercial. Right. There'll just be someone standing in the crowd, like i know Oh, that's <laughs>
2: creepy
0: you just, you know,
1: That a N- maniac though, smile like. with crazy eyes and and like people in the audience are like in the crowd or don't know that they're there it's nuts <laughs>
3: yeah the trailer is creepy just like that smile
0: oh god the the the, the trailer itself yeah it's pretty mm-hmm. much and then that's great promotion yeah i've bet, I, I bet it's such clever promotion i haven't seen anything that clever, probably since the Blair Witch Project. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
4: I wasn't though. sure how to take it. Like uh, I was like, is this, a, is this a comedy horror thing? Or you know, like, it doesn't look very funny, it's but very
2: much hard thriller. Say, yeah, right. No one here. Has seen but it. the I premise don't think is it's so comedy.
4: smile,
0: you know? Yeah. Um... Okay. <clears throat> All right. So the number two, number two film uh, at the box office was Don't Worry Darling, um, which of course, you know, had a lot. Another interesting marketing uh, strategy because of the controversy <laughs> on set. So I guess it was unintentional
2: controversy it's... with yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the Harry Styles spitgate and the drama between Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde and like Shia LaBeouf,
2: yeah.
0: originally supposedly, <laughs> you know, taking the uh, that role, literally uh, uh, ca- being cast in that role before uh, Harry Styles took over. Um, and um, let's see, third place, the Woman King. Uh, which I haven't seen um, I heard that's like Very pretty much a realistic Black Panther I guess Because <laughs> it's actually based on actual events um, uh, The Judd Apatow produced Bros which was an all LGBTQ uh, cast A rom-com Did great with the critics but People uh, weren't going out to see the film um, Just Made under 5 million Over the mm-hmm. weekend so uh, um, And that's sad. Obviously, you know, m- maybe that type of film doesn't resonate with the general audience, which, you know, I think you should always give comedy a chance, films a chance in general, no matter what. I mean, this is certainly a representation of the LGBT community. And of course, Judd Apatow, I mean, he's fantastic with his films, mm-hmm. you know, so people go see Bros, man. Um, yeah, I heard it was, was really funny. good. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it was funny or you actually saw it?
4: It, no, I it looks funny. Like uh, my wife and I, like you know, when it becomes available, mean, we're not going to the theater. So that's that's right. a problem right now. Is that yeah? A, yeah, young, yeah young, that's my yeah,
3: bow. It's
1: it's <laughs> the people aren't people are going to the theaters for the big movies like you know Top Gun and and Thor and you know but a but a romantic comedy, regardless of of cast or or subject, I think doesn't pull people. You know, when when you know in about three months you'll be able mm-hmm. to stream it at home. So especially with the, it's gonna do really well on the on the you know second half on the streaming and mm-hmm. and once people can can watch it at home. Yeah, but I guarantee
4: you, there will be a movie night for the two of us, and like it looks awesome, and I love Billy Eichner, he's, yeah. he's fantastic. So uh it you know so i it, it, i I feel for the movie for sure but i you know I, I don't i don't blame people not going to the theater to see it you know cuz i'm not i haven't been in a the theater in years and since
2: pre pandemic
4: yeah pre pandemic but it started because of that but now you know now she's pregnant and so it's right. like, you know there's Many other reasons too. So, of course, absolutely. I'm going to get up every (laughs) hurricane. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. We had two years of not having assholes in front of us talking, you know, like so. (laughs) And in that
4: time, I upgraded my theater too. So it's like, you know, it's pretty nice now. I mean, I got the 4K kicking and this around sound. It's like, it's hard to get away from that. (laughs) Although I love the theater. Don't get me wrong. I can't go back.
0: Okay, might have might might take a Star Wars movie to to get you uh, to get out there, right?
4: All all day, every day. I've all never t- missed a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Okay,
0: that'll probably be it. <laughs> you might have to take a couple of years for that one. Uh, I believe Teako Atiti is handling yep. uh, that film. So uh, we got four, right? We have three Star Wars super fans on the panel. <laughs> I know that between Dan, uh, Kenny, and myself. So
1: we'll Star be- Wars right here. This is a Frome that has like every line of color here is is
0: representative of I one those. scene in, those are great. in New yeah. Hope. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. that's awesome. Yeah. That is dope. I love it. Uh, number five goes to Avatar, the original film from 2009, which, you know, audiences forgotten that movie, you know, that was in 2009 and, you know, they had that big sequel, Wave the Water, coming out um, this Christmas. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it's a smart marketing move to put the old movie back on the screen and people are going to want to watch it. Um, but yeah, you know, they're making five Avatar films now. I mean, they're making, um, you know, obviously the first one already in the can, but, uh, the second one's, uh, going to be released, but yeah, they're already working on three, four and five. And I'm reading wow. that Avatar four, uh, they just finished the design of that particular film. So they're really like moving ahead, full steam ahead. Cause I believe they shot two and three concurrently. I believe. Yeah. So.
4: Because if you think about it, man, that's, this is how they're doing they're doing content nowadays. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, when you're knocking out eight, one hour episodes in a season of like Mandalorian, or, you know, yeah. it's like, you're basically shooting three movies, you know, essentially, Right. Um, you just up the budget, and now you've got two more. <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard. <laughs> right.
1: well, I've, I've, I can't think of any parallel or anything I've ever seen before where where a, a movie came out and had so long it came out it did really well it was it was stood on its own great and now like all these years later here comes this cinematic universe around Avatar like I I've never seen anything like pick up that kind of momentum that that late after <coughs> after it was released after <laughs> next, That's that, true mean, next to Star Wars
0: Yes that's
4: true Yeah but
1: that never think really, about it. you know it it,
4: it did cuz think about it in the 90s when I was in high school I was a nerd and I like Star Wars, and nobody else, it wasn't mainstream, you know, like, cool people didn't like Star Wars, cool people didn't know where Miles Isley Station is, (laughs) that that didn't start happening until, like, the toys started coming back out, the re-releases, and then, of course, the prequels, and then those kids grew up with the movies, and now now we got what we got.
0: We got, and speaking of another Star Wars aficionado (laughs) joining (laughs) us, that's right, my co-host extraordinaire, Better late than never, he's the one and only the Persian prince of pop culture, the man with a common presence. The one and the only Mike the General bow down to Zod.
5: <laughs> and I don't I beg to differ. Cool because I loved Star Wars, so cool people definitely loved Star Wars. Oh yeah.
4: Well Agreed. we are now the we will we, we won. We're the cool people now. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you yeah.
5: know I got shoved against the wall a few times because, you know, of stuff like that. So, you know, <laughs> I remember I remember um, it wasn't necessarily Star Wars because I think Star Wars had enough of a cachet that even, quote unquote, normal people liked it or at least had seen it. And they were familiar with the characters and everything mm-hmm. that was not the case with comic books in the night in the in the, right. in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I had to I had to hide. Um, I had to hide superheroes for a long time. And um you know, when I went to college, like no one knew how nerdy I actually was, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: that's actually sadly when I stopped collecting comic books was in college mm-hmm.
2: uh
0: but then now I haven't a much appreciation for it now, now I' not uh still collect certain certain uh, uh artists and um particular characters so uh yeah, it comes around with, uh, uh, you know it's very cyclical, mm-hmm. you know,
2: yeah.
5: And it'll 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 come around again because yeah. as much as we love the environment right now, I mean nerd culture, you know, there's a lot of parts of nerd culture that are kind of devouring themselves, you mm-hmm. know, because like people are getting a little bit complacent and then they're starting to complain about a lot of things that mm-hmm. there's really no need to. So it's you know, it's it's eventually gonna become niche again. As much as I don't want to like think it will it probably will again. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the same way that like, and then it'll be a cycle that'll come up again because the same way that like, um, you know, they always use Westerns as an example in, um, in cinema. And like, there was a time where almost every movie that came out was a Western and now it's like
0: what they're very few and far between now.
5: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. With, with one that we'll talk about a little later that just went into production after, sadly killing their cinematographer. But yeah, that's we'll getting that a little later. So let's talk a little more geek uh, culture uh, for upcoming films, um, and uh, upcoming films that are in the box office. Well, um, so they're predicting that Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam film will debut between 70 to 75 million um so that's crazy enough this is this is the rock dwayne johnson's first superhero movie i guess it you know he's been acting for a minute already and uh we're finally getting to see him as a superhero so that's really really cool so that should do really really well um and then we also got a sneak peek um well, people that went to the New York Comic Con and just dropped it online today. And I'm sure, Kenny, you would uh, get some... Uh, this probably make you smile. The Super Mario Brothers, uh yeah. trailer. Yeah. Uh, oh, is so, it out? Yes, it's out, man. And it's fantastic. <laughs> um, you know what? Is, they they is went... Is that with... Uh, what's his face? Chris, uh, Pratt,
2: Chris uh, Pratt voicing yeah. Mario.
0: Uh, Charlie Day voicing Luigi. Oh, I got to check this out. Yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy, Princess Peach, Jack Black as Bowser. oh, oh That's Seth, awesome. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. <laughs> you, think,
5: you think we should oh, we should Donkey all Kong's take a break there, huh? right now and watch this trailer?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I saw the trailer was out, but I didn't get a chance to watch it, so I'm definitely going to have to watch it.
0: <laughs> Do you really want to watch it right
2: now? <laughs> yeah, throw <laughs> it on.
0: Insert trailer here. Okay, <laughs> watch the trailer. Let me know what you. To
3: Live say. react.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I first of all, I do think it's super cool uh, that. But the thing is, like Super Mario Brothers, right? I mean, I, I, it's such an iconic film. Why do we have to get Hollywood's A list to voice? Wait, friends? wait.
5: Did you say Super Mario Brothers is an iconic film
0: <laughs> franchise? Okay,
5: okay. Because like, you mean the the one with Bob Hoskins and? Oh yeah, that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and a weird
4: yoshi thing
0: yeah our friend desiree velez actually has a uh, day player in that yeah (laughs) but uh (laughs) but
2: yeah
3: yeah i feel like mario like it just has like stood the test of time like my kids are like especially my son is obsessed with mario and like we were all obsessed with mario like it's
2: I love I am glad whatever go, but, the it, most it.
5: recent Mario video game was, uh, the one where his hat, like, comes alive, too, mm-hmm. um, you know. Oh, I, think, son, I think my son, son has was, that one. Yeah, my son was obsessed with that. He played that. and He, like, finished that game in, like, two days. That's awesome.
3: And...
0: What I think is great is that the animation style is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's very reminiscent of, of the video game, you know, like, of, of the later iterations, you know.
1: It looks cool it looks and, uh, great it
0: didn't it's not it's not giving us the you know the initial sonic the hedgehog oh um, God, lives, the which team. was which you know initial design <laughs> it's not was not well received so they had to do the redesign so it looks like they they decided to follow suit um the producers of this particular film and you know stayed stay true to that animation style that that the fans expect which uh, i think was really really cool so um but yeah, that trailer is really dope. But uh, there's a lot of other cool trailers that just dropped this week, um, including including um, Luca, Luca Guadagino's Bones and All. Um, this is a coming age film starring Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell, which is a part of the Venice Film Festival which follows teenage cannibals jesus as they travel through the back roads of america okay <laughs> uh yeah that's pretty crazy uh, anything cannibal i mean you know fuck you know people are watching jeffrey Dahmer now do we need more uh-uh. cannibalism yeah, yeah. um now one of my favorites is margaret qualley and uh um, there's an A24 uh, trailer A very racy, racy trailer uh, Called Stars at Noon um, Yeah um, It was It might have been one of the most raciest trailers I've ever seen I, I wasn't expecting it, Almost on a Red Band level uh, But uh, uh, Definitely, definitely worth uh, checking out that film um, But Quality plays a, an American journalist Who falls for a mysterious Englishman Played by Joe Alwyn uh, while stranded in Nicaragua. Um, and apparently, at first, Joe's character seems like Margaret Qualley's best bet of getting out of Nicaragua, but it's slowly revealed that her affiliation with the Englishman has put them both in danger. So uh, it's actually uh, an adaptation novel of the same thing. All right. Okay. Uh, what else we got going on? So, Knives Out sequel, uh, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Just announced that initially going to thro- throw it uh, strictly on Netflix, but they decided to give it a theater run.
2: Okay.
0: Um, so uh, the preview will be from November 23rd to the 29th. Um, but of course, you know, there there's some sag screenings um, in, in the Middleburg. Yeah, yeah. Anyone a fan of Knives Out? Basically, the only thing I think Ryan Johnson should touch is Knives Out, not the Star Wars franchise. Thank you.
5: I loved, I mean, the first Knives Out was
1: such a great movie. That's what I'm saying. Such Stick to Knives Out.
0: Stay away from Star Wars, Ryan. <laughs>
1: I liked The Last Jedi.
0: Did you really? I did. You know, I the ones that I didn't, didn't hate like the, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. The a
5: lot of people did, but I wouldn't go so far as to say I loved it or liked it. But it, it's
1: like, I liked I, them all. I, I don't have a problem. I, you did not have a
0: problem yeah. with Last Jedi either.
1: I, I love the I sequels. I love the Disney sequels. Um, I think that they're from a script-wise and performance-wise, mm-hmm. they're so far beyond the, the prequels um, to me. Um, I enjoy. I enjoy the cast. I enjoy the. the you know, I I love that Ryan Johnson took us somewhere completely different. And yeah, there's some things that you know, all of them have parts that don't work. But um, right. there's some things that don't work. But there's some really cool stuff. And then. Kicked it back to J.J. Abrams, and, and you know, and he turned out to be the worst improv partner ever. He didn't say thing. yes, and he went, no, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what they should have done was kept J.J. on all three films and then had Ryan produce another project in the Star Wars universe. Maybe maybe a series he would have been suited for, but yeah, going from one you know, um, director to another would have taken – the completely different script uh, just wasn't the way to go. Uh, well, I mean, one.
5: the one thing you can grant is um, what happened with the Last Jedi is they gave Ryan Johnson the opportunity to take some real chances. Which um, I mean, granted, uh, a lot of those chances weren't. I mean, a lot of those chances weren't very well received. I mean, you know, and. Like I almost got to agree with uh, with what you said, Dan, because like when I think about it, even though when I watched uh, the Rise Rise of Skywalker, that's what it's called, right?
0: Yeah, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah, that's the the last one. Whatever the last one's called, it is Rise of Skywalker, right? Yep, that's right. <laughs> okay. Um, when I like, I remember when I watched it. I saw I had the same feeling that I did when I saw The Force Awakens. And uh, which was, oh, my God, this is so much fun. But it was fun because it was like it felt nostalgic. It felt like a lot of stuff that we had done before. And the whole thing with the Rise of Skywalker is that they just upped it even more. Suddenly, every Star Destroyer is a Death Star, yeah. you know, and things like that. Oh, Emperor Palpatine's back, you yeah. know, and somehow.
1: <laughs> Because <laughs> that's the line. Somehow he's back. We don't know how. We're not right. gonna. We're not gonna <laughs> explain it to you. So.
4: Yeah. No, because that would have been a a good story. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think George Lucas. I have always said that George Lucas gave us the best and worst of Star Wars, and just go ahead and ke- keep making them because I'll love them. And that you keep making them, I'll keep watching them.
2: Yeah, okay. I haven't
4: had the chance to see Andor yet,
5: but like. Me uh, either. Yeah, I'm waiting. It's not. It's not all
4: done yet, right? Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they all, just dropped like, But that, but the whole thing, like I still maintain that the greatest Star Wars thing that was made since um, I don't know, like 1984 is Rogue One. Like Rogue One was yep. so. Rogue good. One was really good.
1: And <laughs> your favorite movie new in movies. in that space, it is like completely 100 yeah. percent that feel and that mm-hmm. uh-huh. that whole vibe and uh, That's and my yeah, I know people era. are saying it's, I love it. it's moving slow or or a slow burn, but it's. I'm, right. I'm really, really digging it.
5: Yeah, and that's the whole thing with Andor is like Andor is kind of like very similar to Rogue One. That's I don't know. I know we were we were supposed to be talking about Knives Out, so sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we 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 talked a little bit about Andor, but I know that myself and Dan had watched Andor, and, and Dan, are you
1: enjoying it? I am very much. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, I can't wait it, to watch it.
0: Yeah. I still need to and, watch that one. It's so it's a it's a breath of fresh air. It's very different than the other series. Um, it's it's more I would say the show is a little more for mature audiences. It, it doesn't really cater for 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 the younger Star Wars fan.
5: Well, is there like I mean, when you say mature audiences, you mean like is there is it more violent or more sexy or anything or just that it has more cerebral themes, more words, more
0: more cerebral so far there was a brothel. See it in okay. the first. Episode.
5: It opens in a brothel, and there <laughs> oh, really? Is the, uh, oh, okay. Are they going for like a Star Warsian Game of Thrones with this?
0: Um, not too much gore and violence um, yet, right. at least at least in the first uh, five episodes. But uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's it's very it's very yes yeah, cerebral. Cerebral is perfect uh, word to describe it um, because there's like a lot of character development. There's a lot of slow burns where you're trying to learn more about the characters. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, very, very. I'm looking very
4: forward dip. to seeing Coruscant too. I love yeah. anytime yeah, I can see Coruscant. Yeah,
0: Coruscant was my favorite, favorite city. It's my favorite planet. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's like a New York City, Tokyo. Oh, in, it's in,
5: everything. I mean, there's <laughs> there's levels it, of with Coruscant, Coruscant. You know, the entire planets a city, right?
4: Yeah, and yes. not only that, the surface is is it, but you can go down miles. Like I've read books about under dwellings of Coruscant. It's just right. entire countries of just war zones down there. It's crazy. Yep. So during crazy.
1: during COVID, we did a um we did a reading of uh Colin Trevoro's uh original script for episode nine. Um it was originally yes. directed by him and it was dual that was paint.
2: leaked, yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. So we we got a bunch of people together on a zoom <clears throat> when we were all like early COVID. So we we didn't know what was going on in the world. So like screw it forget copyrights we're just going to do this and we we got like 15 actors and we uh we did the script and it a big portion of the final set piece is um at the jedi temple and in the in the lower levels of coruscant and it's a really cool um there's a lot of really cool stuff that was in that script if that was actually the the real deal that would have been a, a neat thing to see come to life on screen
0: yeah, the only uh, similarity, or some, the only thing they took from Col- Colin's script, was the the Wayfinders, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's a very very different script, obviously. But um, um, but yeah, Andor, twelve episodes for season one, and they're getting a season two, which will lead us directly into Rogue One, your favorite movie, Zod. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah, just uh, every every. Uh, every uh wednesday uh for another episode of andor so uh pretty exciting stuff i'd like to see more of uh, forrest whitaker's character we haven't seen too much yet have we
1: not at all yet i don't think
0: yeah just the trailer yeah 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 um saw guerrera yes yeah, <laughs> awesome. yeah.
5: have they introduced any other rogue one characters uh, i guess mon mothma
0: mon mothma yeah yeah, yeah and she's fantastic she's
1: uh um not yet that i've seen
0: yeah i mean i guess technically jimmy smith could make an appearance um because he was kind of a a big deal in the Wasn't he already
5: dead wasn't he already dead no
0: no no not no
4: this is prior to uh the destruction of alderaan
0: yeah he was he was on alderaan um when it happened right
4: yes Yes. i mean we assume i mean is that yeah, that he's right. We assume uh, there's been no <laughs> canon
1: mention of anything otherwise, from, yeah, from what I understand. We
0: just assumed he was on there. Yeah, you're right. There wasn't.
1: All right, and, and it was great to see him pop up in Obi Wan. You know,
0: right, 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 right. And and that, and when and the Obi Wan series, yes, of course, that's also before a New Hope too. So yes, yeah. Um, but we haven't seen any of uh, his appearances uh, in later episodes. Um,
4: I almost kind of don't want to, you know. He should be, he should go down with the ship.
2: Yep. Oh, you
4: know. No. I just that's I, <laughs> come on. We're gonna bring everybody back. We're gonna bring everybody back. <laughs> I know. Well, they have to bring Boba Fett back. They have the Let's start making new characters. How about okay? That? You there know? you
5: go. All right. I did. Well, it. new I... characters, new characters are always like a risk of the franchise because you never know what's going to happen with them.
0: Yeah.
5: You never know what's going to stick and what's not. And um I don't know. The Mandalorian was a huge success. Um, but you know, they still saw the need to bring back Boba Fett. I mean you look at the, look at it that way.
0: Yeah. I think that's the one that you can retcon. Um, but uh let, let's let's yeah. Well,
4: yeah, but that's also like we've been doing that for years. We've been plotting Boba Fett's but, yeah. Come on, everybody's like, oh, Boba Fett didn't, you know, everybody's been saying that for Return of the Jedi. Nobody believed Boba Fett died there, you know. I didn't think that he spent all the rest of his time on Tatooine, but, like he right.
5: doing, but. <laughs> sure, he suddenly became, like, all heroic <laughs> and was
1: on Tatooine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, anti-heroic, really, I don't know. Yeah. he That's a good funny thing about, about Dave Filoni is that, you know, Lucas had these two characters, Boba Fett and um, Darth Maul. They were such cool characters, and he killed them early and kind of unceremoniously. Right. And Filoni's like, no, nah, we're not done with those. Let's bring them back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep, absolutely, yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, Yeah. Let's, let's. go on uh, this list here. So uh, other movies coming out. We got that on a Star Wars tangent, which I love, and that's awesome anyways. So a couple movies are uh, going to drop in the theaters and then go into uh, – apple tv uh one of them is a uh, filled with jennifer lawrence who took a little break from hollywood um of course she came back and uh, don't look up yeah but she's got a movie called causeway um which is another film that uh was a part of the toronto film festival and um she plays Lindsay, a military engineer who returns from the united states from afghanistan after suffering a debilitating brain injury after an ied explosion seems like a very very different uh type of role for for jennifer lawrence so i'm really and based on what i saw in the trailer it looks like it'll be um a great film that could possibly be an oscar contender you never know i mean she's won it before so um and will smith is making a comeback guys uh, yes they just drop a trailer for emancipation this is an apple original film uh set for december 2nd theatrical release and then the week after on Apple TV I I don't know okay, I'm
5: sure that that film was in production before the slap. Yeah.
2: yeah.
5: Yeah, they weren't going to um it's oh, yeah, attempting a comeback. They already had probably that
0: made. Yeah, it was sitting on the shelf for a while. Um, yeah. i sure. And releasing that, um needed to be released on the right moment, so. All right. Um Marvel. All right, this is one of our favorite st- stuff to talk about. All right. They just dropped a brand new trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever and wow it looks It looks good. It looks fantastic and mm-hmm. they did reveal that the new Black Panther is indeed a woman which is probably Shuri. Um, I feel
3: like it's got to be Shuri. It has to. I mean, yeah, it
0: has to be. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, it's also following the comic book uh lore, yes. right? And Zod, you would be the expert on that one on that uh uh Black Panther uh story arc in the comic books where shuri takes the mantle yeah um but uh yeah it's, i'm pretty
1: sure i'm pretty sure when you see it it's got uh the panther has uh shuri's like arm cannon things on. yes so it, yes. it feels like they weren't trying too hard to hide it
0: <laughs> yeah that's true yeah is that what it looked like it and they did, showed, yeah. yeah um so you know this, this is the most logical logical uh choice to to play back black panther obviously we lost chadwick boseman um so yeah um this will be uh, I, I can't wait to see this one guys um november 11th Me too. um now this is uh, another one um avengers secret wars um it's not going to drop till 2025 so it'll be a little while till we Jeez. get our next avengers movie. that's a long while long while but um loki head writer michael waldron um, is writing the script, so uh, I think I can not think of a more perfect person because that's where we saw uh, Jonathan Majors Kang yeah. was in uh, was in Loki. So, uh, I think if anyone knows uh, Loki, uh, Lo- the, the Loki villain, um, Kang the best, it would be none other than Michael Waldron. So, I think that's going to be really cool.
1: He also, about an actor just, just yes. coming out of the scene and, and just yeah. destroying yes. it. I mean, that scene when they first meet him was phenomenal. I mean, he was so yeah. good.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: Jonathan Majors? Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, his career, yeah, has, has really taken off. So congrats to him, man. Really, really awesome. Now, this one's really cool. So Armor Wars uh, was initially going to be a, a series on Disney+, which is all about um, war machines. You know John Cheadle's, um, who plays uh, James Rhodes, uh, who's Tony Tony Stark's best friend. Yeah, um, and they decided they're just gonna make it a a film. Um, they didn't really say why, but um, maybe they figured that there was enough story to tell in two and a half hours versus six hours. Um, so uh, I'm all for it. You know, I, I don't. I, I mean, I think it's exciting to see something in more the iron man uh type of uh you know superhero um so we don't have Who, to who's, who's his
4: antagonist
0: well
5: if it's if it's based on the comic book story the armor wars um which was an <laughs> iron man story it's like a pretty famous iron man story from the yeah. late 80s it's going to be the the main antagonist is i mean they already the main antagonist was obadiah stain um bring him back obviously Okay. but it's um i mean because the whole idea behind it was tony stark realized that stark uh, stark international technology was used by all of these like armored supervillains around the world and so he went to go get it back and um and in turn like you know i remember it's been a while since i've read it but something about it upset him that certain armored superheroes too, like this character Stingray and Mm -hmm. like parts of Ant-Man's helmet and stuff use Stark, Stark technology. And so he went after them and like, it's, uh, it's probably going to be loosely based on that story. I mean, it's a very eighties comic book story.
1: (laughs) 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 That's a good way to describe it. They, um, they announced that, uh, um, God, oh, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's coming back, so maybe he's instead of instead of Obadiah Stane, they're using. It's Hammer. gonna be Justin Hammer
5: because Justin yeah. Hammer was uh-huh. a much bigger deal in the comics than he has been in the movies or in wow. the MCU so far. they have cool. like, uh, there's like some other really cool um, Iron Man villain. Like most of Iron Man's villains are a lot of them are like kind of lame. But, um, you know, a lot of like the really good ones are like the corporate ones. The ones that actually like wear suits of armor tend to be kind of dumb. um, I mean, it's
0: it's formidable to have that type of belt, right? Now, what do you know about El Muerto? This is a Marvel superhero headlined by Bad Bunny. Yeah,
5: that's a dumb, Recording
0: superstar, rapper, uh, artist. El Muerto. Maybe
5: has appeared in three comic books. Okay, <laughs> and I now remember he's getting I vaguely, a movie. I vaguely remember he's like he's like supposed to be some kind of like luchador wrestler superhero, isn't that what his whole deal like? Um,
2: yeah. I,
5: I remember there was one story where he fought Spider-Man, and then they teamed up at the end, and um, so. I mean, it's it's basically Sony is trying to wring out what they can from the Spider-Man universe. That, um, you know, apart from, you know, the big-time characters, like you know, there's a lot that I don't know. They're thinking, you know, if if something like this succeeds, it's because Bad Bunny is going to be incredibly charismatic. It's not going to be because this this character is beloved.
0: Well he's he, gonna he, certainly be have to be because he's only based on three appearances in the history of Marvel Comics. You gotta yeah. you gotta make hey, yourself he
1: was, he was fun in uh, bullet train. Bullet
0: train, yes, we saw that. That was that was fantastic, by the way. All right, moving on. DC number four is Ezra Miller back on set for pickups on the flash. So he has not been cancelled just yet. Aren't um, they gonna
5: fire him by now? Why not? just he's great
0: Everyone wants Grant Gustin because of the problematic, you know. Yeah. What's surprising
3: is, like, Will Smith um, has, you know what I mean? And then, like, Ezra Miller has, (laughs) like, assaulted, like, so many different, I don't know.
2: Well,
5: Ezra Miller, I mean... Is it is it drugs is it some kind of mental illness? I think, I think
3: it's a I think it molded. might be a mental illness. I
0: think so. I think I'm
3: hoping just, they're getting help.
0: Hopefully he's getting help. Apparently he had a really good positive meeting um with his agent um or their agent um and um apparently it was very positive so um yeah this is this movie is so important for the DCU because it's pretty much going to um, be be the beginning chapter of yeah. DC going forward.
1: You know, yeah. with, with what they did to Batgirl, you know they they yeah. canceled this one too, and especially with everyone looking forward to keeping coming back as absolutely as Batman. So it it just uh, that they have to see it through. So they're just kind of like hoping <laughs> nothing else happens between now and then. Yeah, He's DC's
3: got- had a. A lot it, of scandals this year between Amber Heard and Ezra Miller and yeah. just yeah. – and then so, canceling Bad Girl, like – Yeah, well, they,
0: they've they had – that's why they need a Kevin Feige, and we mentioned on the show before that the guy that they were looking at, you know, didn't, didn't you know, come to fruition. So hopefully they do get a Kevin Feige figurehead into DCU to fix up this mess.
5: Well, they had – I mean, they have, like, people like – I mean – Someone like Jeff Johns, who's like, I mean, he was a writer. He was a comic book writer. Yeah.
0: For he was a producer for, for for DCU, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, he could be
5: perfect as a Kevin Feige type if he's able to different personalities and stuff, which yeah. Kevin Feige can, maybe Jeff Johns can't.
0: Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Let's see. Number five is the Spawn movie. Apparently, they have three writers attached for this one. Three writers. Wow uh scott silver from the joker uh malcolm spellman from captain america new world order and up-and-coming writer matt mixon have boarded this project i mean this has been in development since 2017 and um you know spawns one of the most successful indie indie characters in com in the comic book world from image comics so
5: yeah, Very... his comic book. His comic book is still going strong after like 300 plus years. issues. Yes. And I mean, I can't say I've read a single Spawn comic since like one of the first ten. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on with that character at all, you know, since then. But they got
0: some uh, fresh storylines clearly to the yeah. 300 plus issues, right? That's crazy. Uh, let's see. We also have a new Planet of the Apes film called Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Is it uh, Matt set, Reeves? Uh, set to be uh, begin production. Uh, let's see. Wes Ball is going to be. Oh, okay. One, yeah. From the Maze Runner trilogy. Okay. Uh, the Witcher actress Freya Allen is attached to star. Owen Teague from it. Peter Macon from the Orville. Um, Kevin Durand. Um, and, uh, And yeah. Yeah, that pretty much wraps up. And, oh, and Eka Darville uh as well so they're they're all joining the cast um and this is an interesting one No Nosferatu this is Robert Edgar's a long-awaited um film uh Bill Skarsgård and Lily Rose Depp uh, is it
5: is it a remake of the classic film
0: it's a reimagining reimagining of the cinematic classic yeah
5: have you? Has any of you ever actually seen Nosferatu, like the original one from like the nineteen what is it, thirties, twenties?
0: No. 20s? No, I no, I have not. Nope.
5: I haven't either. So obviously,
0: it's okay to reboot this one because yeah. I I mean, to but suit. like,
5: it, it's something that everyone in the world, like anyone who knows like yeah. anything above average about movies, is at least familiar with it existing. And it's like right. it was like groundbreaking. It was like the first quote unquote horror film, the first mm-hmm. uh, maybe. The first fantastical film, although fantastical probably not, probably film. the one that goes to the moon,
0: right? Yeah, uh, also, The Nun 2 um, is going to be in production soon, and Tessa Farmiga is going to be uh, back, uh, to reprise her role as Sister Irene. The Nun was definitely very, very creepy. Um, I'm a very big fan of the Conjuring uh, universe of the uh, of films, uh, they're very, very good. Um, so looking forward to that and uh francis ford coppola has a film called megalopolis uh, that's going to shoot in georgia this fall and uh a heck of a cast adam driver forrest whitaker who we mentioned earlier N- natalie Emanuel, um from game of thrones john voight um wow lawrence fishburne Shia buff jason Schwartzman, wow Aubrey plaza and james ramar holy smokes and if that wasn't enough zod your favorite SNL cast member Chloe Fineman.
5: Chloe Fineman, yeah.
6: <laughs> oh my
0: goodness. Wow. Is that your new crush? A little bit. Yeah. I can say
5: that. Yeah. <laughs> I love hot funny women.
0: I
3: know, right? She's really funny. <laughs> She's yeah. super cute.
0: Absolutely. Uh let's see another movie that's simply called AND, A N D. Okay. Uh, interesting title. But it's from the the lobster and the favorite director. Um Oh. and uh yeah it's uh yorgos lafimos um he and is a
5: he's he's a like he has such a great track record when yeah fantastic and incredibly unsettlingly weird movies
0: yeah the lobster was certainly that yeah <laughs> and you have emma stone jesse Plemons, willem Dafoe, and margaret Qualley. oh mm-hmm. wow Mark's on fire she got a lot of great stuff coming up um and uh, yeah, it's based on a script developed um, by um, Element Pictures, um, and the storyline is under wraps right now. Okay, so um, so not much to say about that one yet, other than it's got a good cast. Um, they're also going to do a third Now You See Me film, uh, so look out for that one as well. Ruben directing that one. And um there and speaking of sequels, there's gonna
3: be another American
0: Pie movie.
3: Another one? Yes. Yeah, so Do I, we really need another they, one? they have
5: been, right. been making random American Pie like directed, directed <laughs> I know. streaming directed DVD movies for <laughs> a long time.
0: Yeah, those weren't the best. I think but it's the third, um, like I the three originals. I loved American Reunion. Um, the 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 latest film um that when got did that the come out? American reunion. I think that was uh, 20, I'm gonna say 2012 2013 maybe, um which I thought was fantastic uh, and it brought all the cast together. But this one's gonna be different. Um, uh, obviously it's I I believe is definitely a reboot. So, it's gonna be penned by insecure actor and filmmaker Sujata Day.
5: So are Jason Biggs and Al- Allison Hannigan now the parents?
0: I don't, I don't. think there. I don't think it's gonna. I don't. I don't know if it's gonna be in the same universe or not. Oh. Okay. I. I like feel like
3: Eugene tie-in. Levy will just like pop up in some of them.
0: Yes. And Eugene Levy has become a <laughs> star, you know, since uh <laughs> since Shit's Creek, right? Um. But yeah, I mean, this is a, a new installment. Um. And um, you know what? It doesn't really indicate here whether it's gonna be a complete reboot or if it's gonna be, you know. Uh, honoring i mean i'm if it's a franchise that i love i'm all for a reboot quill which is basically a reboot a soft reboot also pays respect to the previous you know uh characters and and stories which is the case with cobra kai that's the probably the best reboot quill uh of uh, a franchise in my opinion one of the best ones that and the new ghostbusters movie they rank up there in my opinion um as far as uh you know honoring honoring the original franchise you know um all right um let's talk about some tv stuff really quick so uh you, hold on you missed you missed oh, one I'm missing thing deadpool 3 with hugh jackman we did talk about that last week oh, Is That was real but sorry. no that's very real it's very sure.
4: exciting.
5: Very, you know, shown, I think I mean, they're trolling like, us. They're no, I don't think. with Ryan Reynolds tweeting that video with him and Hugh Jackman together, like, you think that's, uh, you think Hugh Jackman would sit down just to troll? Especially uh, with Miss
3: Marvel yes. ending. Like with Miss Marvel's ending, like it's definitely opening the doors. Sorry to, to
0: spoil them. that one for you earlier, the Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Marvel ending.
3: <laughs> I know, and I. Watched it, like, the well, next
4: day. I'm going to bet. I'm going <laughs> to bet. Oh, I just, because... I just got spoiled, so you got the. To... Oh, it's, no! That's you... fine. I don't, I'm not caught up on Marvel look at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's my <laughs> fault.
5: I'm, I'm going to bet Deadpool 3 is not at at the beginning of it, because, it, like, everything is, you know, multiverse shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet that Deadpool 3 starts in something that's not the MCU, and at the end, he, showed, he winds up in the MCU. I... And that sounds fair, very. It's it's in something like, it's going to be in whatever the hell X Men universe Deadpool takes place in, which may or not be the same yeah. as, much as the X Men movies. Right. and like uh, it's that whole
0: multiverse, so anything's possible. Yeah. And but as it, we mentioned last week, Logan, where where Hugh Jackman's version of Wolverine dies, is in the year twenty twenty nine, and um this upcoming uh, Deadpool movie is you know a uh, current. So we're not quite at 2029 20, yet. Uh, so you can still he's still alive and well, you know, so. Yeah, I, I don't think it's trolling. I think it's going to happen. And uh, I'm excited. Um, it, it, for... doesn't, it doesn't eliminate the possibility of a new actor playing Wolverine because of the whole multiverse. So that's I think I still think they're going to bring in another younger Wolverine, maybe a little more truer to the actual comical version, because he was a short guy in the comic books.
1: Taron Egerton is jacked right now, and he should absolutely be. Do You think he would be a brain.
0: good one? Is he a shorter guy, Taron? I
1: don't. I have no idea, but yeah, he doesn't seem big.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So that's I mean, I it wouldn't that's... be
5: it? Wouldn't be hard to make him seem short. I don't know. I've like everyone. Like I know that's true to the comics. That is something right. I always forget about in the comics, and even. Right. And even then, even if you see in the comics, like based on artist interpretations, sometimes they completely ignore that. Right, <laughs> and, and so it's, uh, yeah. you know, because they'll show they'll show in comics where Wolverine is like just standing eye to eye with Captain America, and mm-hmm. um, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, Hugh Jackman is so incredibly ingrained in my head as Wolverine, like it yeah. Was, hard for me to imagine someone
2: else. yeah like it. yeah, yeah. Very it'd be so. like
5: another tony stark you know
4: it's yeah. Just, yeah 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 Or captain america cool. well i mean steve rogers i should say
0: yeah well we are getting uh anthony mackie's captain america as you know yeah um all right uh let's move on to netflix guys uh anyone check out blondes <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> out of the Armas wow you know what i don't know some critics didn't like it and i'll notice a lot of those didn't critics get are women by critics mostly w- female critics i mean it, it is all really a lot of it is about the male gaze uh and uh i mean Anna of is smoking hot let's be honest and uh there's a lot of nudity on her part but at the end of the day it's also a fantastic movie um the acting her acting was great i don't know why it was skated skated by critics um I thought she did fantastic other than my only criticism would be that there was still a hint of anna's accent even though you know obviously Marilyn monroe is is not latina at all um so you still got a little bit of the hint of the accent but i think she did as good a job as she could have you know and um yeah it was fantastic i mean the film got a 14 minute standing ovation at the venice film festival but yeah some of the critics are calling it sexist cruel one of the most detestable movies ever made. Good um, God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even um, even
5: worse than the the day the clown cried.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Other other critics have said uh, when a movie is truly shattering or devastating, there's a residual sense of gratitude for what you've been through. The ne- necessity of being shaken. Um. Blonde is the kind of movie that brutalizes you for three hours. Feigns a sigh and says, "You're welcome." Well, thanks for nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I will necessarily agree agree with that one. Um. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I feel I still think it's worth a look. Um, because I really think she really transformed in, into Marilyn Monroe uh, convincingly, very, very much convincingly. So, um yes and uh it's definitely not it's nc17 for a reason guys there are threesomes there is a simulated blow job in this so uh be prepared <laughs> it's got a lot of a lot of yeah i mean shocking moments you know um that you know they could have taken it to another level but uh again uh definitely um definitely worth checking out for sure all right um <laughs> All right. What else do we have? Uh, let's see. There's a film called the wonder that's going to drop on Netflix with Florence Pugh. Um, and this is Chilean filmmaker, Sebastian Leo Leo's latest feature. Um, and, uh, basically it's about an ailing 11 year old girl who's inexplicably not who hasn't eaten in four months. And the first trailer, uh, showcases a take of eerie twists and turns, uh, as, um, turns out that uh the girl's family and townspeople around them are fighting to determine the young girl's secret okay so apparently if you haven't eaten for four months and you're still haven't died then there's definitely something um inhuman about you <laughs> um i haven't seen Dahmer. it's still the netflix top 10 i don't really have a desire to Watch it just yet. I don't know. It's, it seems like it's very, very heavy. Uh, but it is number one? Has anyone tuned in to, to Dahmer or wants to see it?
1: My wife watched all of the true crime stuff. I'm not a. I'm not a fan. So. Did
0: she? Did you see it though?
1: Does yeah, it, she, she loves it. She. Well, she she loved me, she, it. It's disturbing. It's on my list but... of things to see. I don't yeah.
5: Know. Every once in a while, I get into a true crime um, mood. Uh-huh. A lot of that's uh, driven by my wife, but. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it's so it's so weird that true crime is so popular with women because it's like mm-hmm. so violent and so like yeah. <laughs> uh, in this like um
0: south park weirdly, calls murder porn.
5: yeah weirdly realistic way but like women seem to love true crime so much more than men do
4: yeah i think it's the mystery more than the you know the crime heightens it and puts the thing, I don't know, we don't have to analyze
5: this. <laughs> <laughs> um, um but what, back, he can ask her. What's up? <laughs> Do you, you like, crime you like watching you like true, crime? true crime?
3: Um, I don't really get into true crime.
0: Well, that's a really interesting um there you go. genre of TV. So our closing thing before we take a classic cup break and we have to let a couple of the amazing panelists uh bid adieu um is reality television. So uh Real TV, uh, obviously, as actors, you know, we kind of have a love-hate relationship with it. Maybe some of us hate it completely. But it is a little bit of a guilty pleasure, uh, reality television. And um, Kenny and I, we haven't spoke about Big Brother, but that was one of our our favorite reality shows, one of our favorite guilty pleasures. And uh, you enjoyed this season, didn't you, Kenny? I,
4: I did. This season was great. And uh, just a little background, like, you know, I, I'm a Big Brother super fan. I've seen, like, every episode of every season. Season um, one, yeah, I've seen all of season one, I've seen uh well, okay, uh I scratched that two and one are a little shaky, um right. but three and up I've, I've I'm all there, um dude, this season was something else, man, and it's and you have to be a fan to really appreciate what happened this season, so I won't get too big into it, but um, and stuff that happened last season kind of echoed into this season.
0: it was um, a big part, right.
4: Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we had an underdog story from the beginning, uh, somebody on the block so many times, um, and then she just persevered and uh, made it to the end, man. It's it's one of those stories in Big Brother that like you rarely get to see, and uh, it was cool. It was a great It show. was good
2: to
0: see an underdog win, because yeah, usually the comp beasts are the ones that are winning. Um, not that she wasn't a copiest because she did win a few. Um, and yeah, she had a couple of HOHs and vetoes. Right, exactly. But uh, she played an incredible social game. Now, first, you know, she didn't have the best social game because she made ruffle some feathers with some people. But then the, they, those people ended up leaving the show earlier. So, yeah. Um. But yeah, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Can you really believe they? That I don't know when. When did they? And she you know, won America's vote. And America's vote. So which has never happened before, you know. Wow, so that's 50,000, right? I think so. So $800,000 yeah. uh for for Taylor, um which again I've said uh last time uh we talked about Big Brother that had Monty brought uh Turner instead. I think it would have been a very very different story.
4: It absolutely would have been. Uh, Monty yeah. was a fool for that. Uh he played with his heart and uh he did. With his wallet
0: and his um, and his too.
4: Yeah, well, that's what I meant by heart, but uh,
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, anytime you're not playing with your wallet in Big Brother, you're playing with something else that's on your body, and it usually doesn't work out.
0: Usually it doesn't, yeah, because the, the showmancers are the ones that usually don't do well. He was smart to leave the showmance till the end.
4: Yeah, um, it, it didn't matter at that point, yeah.
0: But then he also stole Taylor from Joseph, so Eh, I don't know, man.
4: Yeah. You don't there's no stealing. It's the big brother okay. house, you know. Right. You know, fortune, there's no there's it? no commitment going on here, you know, it's not <laughs> real life.
0: So it would be a fair to say say that uh, Big Brother is your favorite uh, reality TV fandom. Oh,
4: it's well, I don't watch a lot of reality TV to begin right. with. Um, so it's literally it's my wife and I. It's it's um, appointment TV for us. Uh, we're huge fans. Uh, I have rules. Like if I were to ever go on the show, I have three rules that I plan to follow. Um, the first rule is don't be on the block. It seems obvious, but dude, it's rule number one. If you want to win Big Brother, don't be on the block. Don't volunteer either. Yeah, don't be on the block
2: <laughs> rule <Exactly>. number two: <laughs>
4: awesome. anything said to one is said to all um, you just as long as you're speaking with that knowledge that you, everybody else is going to hear what you're about to say. You're, oh, you're going to we'll tell. Yep. And number <laughs> three is um, always play for next week. People forget that shit, too, man. And this season, I think I've come up with a fourth rule that's kind of started to emerge. Uh, don't be comfortable. Kenny,
0: are you gonna apply? It seems like you got I this. want
4: to so bad, but I don't know, man. I can't I can't leave my family for you know, potentially three months and Right. You know Wait we'll I mean?
0: for the newborns uh little
5: or aren't uh... You required isn't it isn't it the case where you're gonna be gone for three months regardless? Even if you're even if you're eliminated in the first episode, you No.
4: You. Potent- well, yes, you sign up for the three months, but um it, Y- y- there is a great chance that if you're eliminated within the first month, four or five, six people, you're going to mm-hmm. go home. Now, in oh, the really, past,
5: they 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 did that so that there wouldn't be any spoilers as to who um, m- once it those
4: it. people aren't on jury. Um, jury goes to sequester house. Um, and okay. p- the, so like the last what, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, not seven or eight people who are evicted are the people right. who ultimately decide. Who's going to win? You know, they have the final vote. Um, and uh, so and, and sometimes they will secretly send people who have been evicted to sequester um, with the intentions of bringing them back, like in a you know, win this, these four people who have been voted out, they're all going to battle it out. And one of them is going to come back into the house type of deal. I'm glad
0: they didn't do that this season.
4: They haven't done that in a, quite a few seasons, actually. No, right now. They've gotten away from that, which is great because I I'm, like
0: it and I don't like it. No, you know? I am I think once you're voted out, you're voted out.
4: I, Dude, you know. I tell you what, uh, Big Brother to me, it's, it's the only uh, uh, g- game-based fantasy sh- or reality TV show that, like, you you got fans that study the hell out of it and it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's deep it's, it's really deep, deep.
0: <laughs> so i wanted to uh, field uh, the panel on what their favorite reality tv show is and if you're if you're not a reality tv fan why aren't you a reality tv fan let's start with mike the general's
2: odd
5: okay i don't really watch reality tv that much the one show the one reality tv show that i remember really enjoying a lot though was rockstar in excess and rockstar yes so bad. <laughs> Hell yes yeah those were those were so much fun to watch i remember yes. and uh I mean,
0: and it's a legit she, prize you actually become the frontman man of nxs yeah until exactly. you hit all the heroin and of course the not guy the guy they anymore.
5: picked to front in excess was a total douche and yeah like, he kind of disappeared immediately like i don't know but it was like it was so much fun to watch at that time, because I remember that came out in a time where my wife and I just bought our first house and we had no money because we put all of our money into this house so we couldn't yeah. even afford cable. And so we had like regular broadcast TV. <laughs> <laughs> so we would sit down and that was like a point
0: television. Rockstar, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What What about Ali Dash? Uh, do you have a favorite reality show?
3: Uh- I don't really like reality TV. Okay, so that's that's um, the other. end.
0: You don't like reality TV. So but, why don't you like reality television?
3: I don't know. I just don't get into it. But I will have to say I was obsessed with it when I was younger. Um, okay. So the last reality show that I probably like watched and got into was Laguna Beach back in high school. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was sadly obsessed.
0: Yes, that's a guilty pleasure.
3: Um, it was my. I mean, I
0: used to I used to do, used to do <laughs> nightclub appearances with those guys. I used to uh, work with nightclubs and. And bring us uh, some of those talents laguna beach the hills real world and uh yeah i have a love for for that that as well um the, the yeah, early like, MTV reality I, shows
3: i never got into the hills by that point i was kind of over reality tv um yeah. but and then prior to that like i would watch the bachelor with my mom and um things like that but i don't know i i'm just not really a, a fan of reality tv that's okay um, that's okay
0: but, but you were at one point you liked laguna <laughs> I, beach Okay. What about Dan Franco? Dan's a, an actor's actor. I'm curious if he, he's a reality TV fan.
1: I I'm not a big fan of the the Survivors or the Big Brothers or or any of the Housewives or Kardashians. Um, <laughs> I've I used to watch Idol pretty regularly. Um, yeah. You know, and and I think why I watched it was because that it's the same thing when we go into an audition you know and and that can change your <laughs> life you actually seeing someone's life get changed in the moment yeah. that's that's pretty cool um the only like but but like idol and the voice those are those are more competition shows to me than like manufactured conflict um, right I, I did like the mole the one that um uh what's his face uh anderson cooper used to,
0: to ah have. yes mm mm-hmm. I mean,
5: would you um, would you consider game shows the same as reality TV though?
0: I
3: wouldn't. No.
0: If it's self-contained in one episode, no. If it if it's the same cast of characters when the entire season, then it falls into reality. Well, I mean,
3: characters. like
5: like you look at something like Jeopardy, where they have like they have characters that become personalities. That, as
0: mm-hmm. yeah no that's, yeah
4: but that's still very game. That's still very show. Yeah game yeah. show
0: a big brother survivor the the it is a competition however there's yes. a lot of drama behind you know behind that game a lot yeah that's
5: fair that, that's fair i was just wondering if there was like you know mm-hmm. what there was some because real the jeopardy
4: guests thing. get to go home afterwards you know like they're these guys don't ever get to leave period and, and are completely right. cut off so i guess that's where right, whether the line gets drawn is that the the games drive the drama whereas there's the drama is just inherent. Uh, uh it's just kind of on the side of the jeopardy you know yeah you get into watching the guy who's been on there 25 times I know I do you know but uh and it's like oh is he going to keep going is he going to win this much yeah. money
1: you know there's <laughs> your
4: drama for jeopardy yeah um I do have to
1: say that I I do love some guys' grocery games so that if that if that count, I don't know if that's reality TV or, or you nice. know top chef that stuff that oh, I'm, you I know yeah. Those.
5: Oh, yeah, you're right. There's yeah. or like, you know, cooking shows like Good Eats, yeah. for example, yeah. which is one of yeah. my all-time favorite TV
0: shows. Yep. That that would hey, qualify. For now, me, um be MasterChef. MasterChef nice. is my favorite cooking reality show. And I would say Big Brother and Survivor are my favorite uh, reality competition shows. I kind of leak love. Well, what them. about
5: what about behind the scenes reality shows like the ones? Um, they had that one about like you know they have one for a different NFL team every year and they. Oh. Have- oh that. yeah 30 by 30 or something yeah, like that. yeah that's
1: yeah. a sports documentary though that's more, more
3: yeah
4: the circle on netflix al uh, that's another one that i and my wife my actually my wife started watching and i just kind of started watching it with her it's actually not bad dude um it, it's, okay it's very cool check it out if, you, if you're the interested circle. it's called the circle and it's got What's like the three- premise um, everybody is sequestered in their own rooms um, and they have to kind of social media their way through the game.
0: Social um, media their way through the game. Oh, so right. phones so are there's, so the <laughs> circle suppose,
2: Well, yeah, technically, it's, they're
4: still sequestered within themselves, but this, right. the, uh, the, the, the social media platform is called the circle. And, ah. um, and you are with that ability because you're kind of social mediaing it. You're allowed the catfish. So you can come into the game as somebody that's not you oh um, okay That's you know so you're always wondering who's who and dude it's actually a really great concept it's really well produced too wow so, so
5: how do they how do they show that on a show though are they just showing because on their phone no
4: they're not there's no keyboard and mouse there's it's all done through the television they're like okay circle let's talk to so-and-so all right tell them dude i, I it sounds corny as like hell an <laughs> I, I promise yeah. you and it is but like and I and this is not like something how I would, would you because
5: you, you can only really catfish in like a textual based. That's uh, all it is, is text. It, it's all it's, it's all. 100
4: percent text. text. Oh, really? So is it yeah. just
5: like literally like these like bubbles of text on the screen? Yep. That's
4: well, yes, it's it's yes. Ultimately, and their
1: profile picture, which may or may not be them
5: right and they
4: get okay. they don't know they're not Wait, always allowed to chat oh. and uh sometimes a social <laughs> comment, like, <laughs> yeah, instance,
5: uh, oh yeah Dan, Dan, oh, dan's you, talking about it
1: yeah I'm, oh you've I, seen I it like so this is one thing. my my office is here in the front of the house and in the back of the house is our is our living room and so during the day um on occasion that shows on in the front room my my wife and son love love uh, checking it out. So during the summer, they were they were binging, and every now and then I'd walk through for lunch or <laughs> a drink, yeah. and, and it would catch me. I was like, oh wait, what? What's going on? Wait, I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> right.
4: Oh Dude, that, that was with me. Like, she'd be she, like, she, season two had just dropped. So Netflix was obviously yeah. promoting it. So she was like, well, let me check this out. She put on season one. And for whatever reason, like, you know, I, we were just having a down day. We we're just laying on the couch and she put right. it on. And I'm like, messing with my phone. And I'm like, looking at the screen, messing with my phone, looking at the screen. I'm like, is there another episode? Let's watch the next one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
5: it's still, uh, it still like boggles my mind. I mean, if it's literally just text bubbles on the screen yet it's that
1: compelling
3: That's what I'm, it, I'm so curious to see like what yeah. it actually looks like because
1: well, the, the they, can, they can like personal message each other and have side conversations and then there's like group conversations and so the different things that in um, the different competitions it, so it's it it's uh it's you know if you are a Big Brother fan I think it, it definitely kind of yeah, plays into does. that, that scratches strategy that of,
0: wow we'll have to check it what out what is
3: it called? The, the
1: circle.
3: circle The circle.
0: Yeah So Al you should definitely check that out um, So I think we have to take a Classic Cup break And say uh, goodbye to uh, A panelist or two I think two of them right uh, yes. Kenny Hopkins and Dan Franco uh, Thank you so much for your Amazing insight um, And um, For the Classic Cut um, I thought would be an Amazing you know I don't know this is one of my favorite bands um their they they their heyday was in the 80s they still make incredible music to this day and they actually uh about, about to embark on a tour uh in 2023 they sadly lost one of their members andy fletcher uh recently but the two surviving members dave gahan martin gore will be going on tour and this is depeche mode um man just one of my just all-time favorite bands and i'm really excited that uh they're going on tour again and uh it was a tough i mean the discography of depeche mode is just goes so far since the, the 80s till today and uh a moderately newer uh song uh, is what i'd like to play uh for the classic cut and um it's a song called it's no good um it's just a fantastic, fantastic song uh, by my favorite synth pop band, The Pesh Mode.
5: Moderately newer? That came out in like
1: 1997. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is that the, same, was that the same uh, CD that had uh, I Feel You on it? Yeah. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. And it's yeah. also
0: featured the singles uh, CD. Yeah. So this is a late 90s song. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
5: Moderately newer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: with their 80s stuff right you know never let me down and the 20. wheel strange love um and then following that um our brief uh brief interview with george pelicanos on the red carpet of the noche de gala event in dc i talked to him uh he's such an icon of dc um well respected within the, the community
5: one of the writers of the wire one of, the one writers, of the wire. yeah we own
0: the city he produced a movie called dc noir um and uh Dan, you, you've, you've met um, George, yeah?
1: I've not met George. Um, oh. Not not yet, at least. Um, but I did listen I, to, uh, if you get a chance, listen to uh, Bernthal's pod. Um, oh, yeah. Re- Real ones. He does an episode of that. It's really a great listen.
0: Okay. All right. We'll be back right after that. So stay tuned here on BTV. You
2: can run, but you cannot hide. Don't say you want me
0: Mr. Extraordinaire, George Pelicanos. We own the city, The Wire, you're here in D.C. First of all, congratulations on the
6: Raul Julia Award. How does that feel? It's great, it's a huge honor, very happy to be here. This is my home, so it means a lot to me. Yeah. Gotta say, also loved.
0: We own this city. A lot of my friends were asking, "Will there be a season two? I was like, "No, there's not gonna be a season two. It's it's based on a, a right. place on a book, right? I don't know
6: how there could be a season two, right?" Stories, the story was told, and and yeah. uh, that, it was never intended to be anything more than a limited series,
0: right? It was fantastic. I mean, uh, how was the feedback
6: overall on how Baltimore was portrayed as a city and the BPD? I think I would think good. I mean, we we tried to be fair to everybody Including the police department you know we weren't we're not anti-police or anything like that we just the system is is messed up and we're just pointing out the things that make it possible for those kinds of events to happen yes. and so we had a lot of cops working with us on that show and they love what we were doing because yeah. they're straight yeah. and we got a new series lay in the lake um, are you affiliated with the show at all uh, no, but my son is working on it. Okay. And I'm friends with Laura Lipman, who wrote the book. Right. So in a way, I am, but I'm not involved in it.
0: Yeah, that's really, really exciting for Baltimore and the DMV gen- uh, area in general. Do you plan to bring on any other projects to
6: uh, the DMV? I hope so. That's my goal. I want to get I want to get film production started here. In a in a route, you know, like in a everyday way, so that people can who work on film crews can live at home, get out of bed in the morning, go to work. Exactly. And there was actually a, a scare on set of Lady in a lake. Uh, what were your reactions to that? Well, my son was right there. Yeah. I mean, it was just a matter of uh, I got to be diplomatic, but you have to know how to shoot in a, in Baltimore. <laughs> And part, part of that is, is knowing who to who to take care of on on the streets. <laughs> George Pelicanos, I cannot wait to see what you do next. Thank you very much.
0: You so much. And congratulations on your award. All right. Wow. So that was uh, a great interview with George Pelicanos at the Noche de Gala. Uh, and before that, of course, one of my favorite bands, one of my favorite English bands, Depeche Mode. <laughs> uh, so that was really cool. All right. So uh, – Back to entertainment, guys. So that was Netflix. Let's go on to HBO and HBO Max. So they're doing a Dune prequel series at HBO Max. Uh, This is going to star Emily Watson and Shirley Henderson uh, as uh, Valya Harkonnen and Tula Harkonnen, the Harkonnen sisters, who uh, have risen to power in the sisterhood, a secret organization of women who will go on to become... The Ben Gesserit. Yes. Yeah,
5: they were they were a pretty big deal in the at least in the beginning of Dune.
0: Right. Um, and exactly. Um,
5: um, what's the mother's name? Like completely. Um, yeah. Completely, completely escaping me. With, that's
0: okay. Um, it happens. But this <laughs> one's set ten thousand years before the ascension of Paul Atreides and follows. The Harkonnen sisters as they combat forces that threaten the future of humankind. So so yeah, Sisterhood of the Dune, there's actually a novel that will be adapted from. So that's something to look forward to. All right. When
2: does
5: does Dune come out? Like the the second Dune? The
0: second Dune, I believe uh, is in production and will be out next year because I remember that Florence Pugh had to miss some of the uh, the press uh, for. Don't worry, darling. So I know that they're in production now. Yeah, okay. so look for it in.
4: Yeah, I
3: still need to watch the first movie. I haven't. Um, I know it's also based on a book. Um, I was thinking about. Yeah. Reading the book before oh, seeing yeah. the movie. Oh yeah. Based on yeah, many the book books. Is, uh, the book is. How is like, the I book? I read the
5: book in high school, and I really mm-hmm. liked it a lot, and um. I I wanted to read it again before the movie came out, and Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, I would start it, and I'd read, like, the first hundred pages and then forget about it for, like, two months, and then I'd be like, oh, crap, I gotta go back and (laughs) start the book over again. And I did that three separate times.
0: Yeah. Um, um, all right, so our favorite show on HBO right now, Zod, is what? House of the House Dragon. Dragon.
5: Yeah, even though I'm still way behind, so. Oh,
0: you are. Okay, I won't get too spoilery. I know you're not a fan of spoilers when it comes to this show, but uh, it was a crazy one. <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> well, what's the last episode you saw, Zod? Have you have you done uh, the time episode, yet?
5: I'm so behind. Episode three.
0: <laughs> oh, so you even, okay, so you even got to the new cast I haven't uh, gotten
5: to the time. I know there's a time,
0: time jump on episode. I haven't, I haven't gotten six. to that yet. Okay, okay, but it was fantastic. Um, Trying to, I mean, you know, it, because of the time jump, the focus is, becomes on the children of yeah. of Rhaenyra and the children of um, even young children of Alicent and Viserys.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: um, and you know they're talking about the paternity of. Nera's kids because, because she was married To Loris, and Loras uh, Who is a part of the Valerian house is Gay um, So there's that whole drama With them just kind Of keeping the bloodline pure You know um, But obviously you can't Have a marriage and you can't have kids If you're gay you know So that was Revealed in an episode of the parentage Of um of Renera and it's it's really yeah just the aftermath of all the craziness that you haven't yet seen Zod um, but the focus does uh, go towards the kids in this episode a little bit and then um, yeah because Loris is gay the only way he can run off with his lover is if he possibly fixes his own death yeah so um, so yeah um And of course, uh, Renera ends up, you know, falling for who she's always loved and her uncle, Matt Smith, Prince Damon. Um, And that was established way early, as you know, that that love story was kind of brewing. And as you know, in the Game of Thrones universe, incest is best. (laughs) Uh, When you're trying to keep the bloodlines pure, um, you got to do that. So. uh, yeah, they they helped uh, orchestrate a, a fake death for uh, for Loras so he can escape, and that in turn, as a fi- as the husband of Rhaenyra, now allegedly gone, Damon can rightfully marry uh, the true love that is Rhaenyra. So there you go. Um, that was just a, an incredible episode, definitely worth checking out. Um, Zod, I hope I didn't uh, spoil for you too much, but uh, no, that's
5: okay. That's okay. And it's like- one of those shows that has
0: source material that it, it is out there. <laughs> Um, but uh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff, Zod. You're, you're Are you know,
5: liking it as much as Game of Thrones?
0: I love it just as much. <laughs> okay. I just love the characters. And I love how it's just, they play the opening theme song of Game of Thrones and they just tied it in. It's just like Star Wars. Yeah. Just I'm side. not
5: really sure. They should, have, uh, they should have had something that was evocative of the opening theme. I don't think they should have. But went not a, not a complete song. copy,
0: right? Yeah. It's a, the exact same thing. <laughs> And there was very little variation to it. Um, I still haven't watched White Lotus yet, but one of my favorites is Obby Plaza, and she stars in season two. Zod, have you watched White Lotus? I have
5: not. It's, okay. uh, I haven't really seen, like, um, you know, there's a lot on HBO that I haven't seen yet. Like, okay. I, I still have never seen Succession. I still Succession like-
0: I haven't seen either, yeah. But now, now they're way into, like, season five. But at least with White Lotus, it's anthology series. Yeah. So, uh, with some tie ins from the previous season, because like Jennifer Coolidge is coming back. And wow, I, I, I never thought Jennifer Coolidge would be like the comeback actress, you know, winning an Emmy after being Stifler's mom, you know? <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of crazy, you know? Uh, but the, the trailer looked really good. I love Aubrey Plaza. So, let's see what she adds. Uh, Michael Imperioli, Mary Abraham, Will Sharp, Theo James, and Haley Lou Richardson um, are part of the cast of season two. Um, over on Disney Plus, who checked out the new Hocus Pocus film? I have not yeah. yet. I haven't. But I, know, ha- I know Chachi hated
2: it.
3: This week,
0: it. Chachi hated it. I yeah. saw that.
3: I saw he hated it.
0: And I wish Chachi was here tonight to talk about it. But yeah, he basically, uh, <laughs> yeah, he said it was very, didn't, didn't live up to his expectations. Well, no, he, his, his bar was already set low because Disney was, uh, handling it. But, uh, it was a very different movie than the first film.
5: I don't know. That's, I still, I still have. I've never seen the first one either.
3: Really? You've never seen the first one?
0: No. Oh no. wow. Okay. Remember,
3: well, it's on Disney Plus. You so. should watch it with your kids.
5: Okay,
0: okay. Yeah, it's a good Halloween movie. In fact, Chachi's yeah. that's I mean, one usually, of his rituals. Usually,
5: to our it. go-to Halloween movie is Nightmare Before Christmas, but okay, it, it's oh,
3: that's uh, that's my um, daughter's favorite.
5: Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they've been. They, but you know they. My kids know every line in that movie because we've watched it. We watch it every Halloween and about, I would say, I mean, since they were like, I don't know, like toddlers. Right. And since uh, (laughs) since, and a lot of Christmases, too. And they would. Right. Oh, let's watch this. And so maybe it's about time to introduce a new
2: new
0: new classic. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Hocus Uh, Pocus, Halloween Town, Coraline are like. There you oh,
0: go.
2: Yeah. Oh, Our
3: usual go-to.
0: There you go. That? Oh, yeah. I love Poorline. Add Teen Witch to that, too. I got a newfound uh, yes. love respect <laughs> for Robin Lively. That was such a great interview, guys. All right. Isaac Gonzalez confirmed on Twitter she's not going to be a lecturer in the uh, Marvel Plus series Daredevil Born Again. Apparently, she got a lot of hate uh, on social media. Um, I guess they wanted LD Young to, to play her again. Um, but I don't know why. I mean basically the fans have criticized the casting they didn't want a latina actor playing a character of greek descent Which and i don't doesn't know if does really L-
5: make any that doesn't make any sense to me at all i mean it doesn't, doesn't
0: because elodie young i don't think was greek either
5: yeah elodie young was asian right and so I so mean, what the hell like, dude so so,
0: it's, I don't yeah, know. so she, fans should not be hating because she's not going to be electra she basically says I'm gonna get it out of the way because one, two is for the amount of hate over this, and two, I feel like it saves people energy. No, I'm not cast as Electra and Daredevil. I have already an ongoing series, The Three Body Problem, with David B e from Game of Thrones. You're welcome. So she said, I'd appreciate it if I could live free of negative, ill-intended messages about me stealing a role that I don't even know about. And she's right. Leave her <laughs> a fuck alone, people, dude. You know, just. <laughs> i'm actually uh, like
5: really surprised so they're like people she was getting attacked even though like you know just based on these rumors
0: rumors. yeah (laughs) rumors and and
3: fans can be like
0: they're toxic some of them are toxic this is is and the toxic ones are so loud they're the worst how geekdom
5: geekdom and nerddom devours itself like there's no
2: need Mm -hmm. for this at all
5: And uh, it doesn't even make sense. Like, mm-hmm. like, what do they get out of this? Like, what, like these these toxic trolls? What do they like achieve? You know, they just like, feel, like
3: to complain.
0: They they yeah. they feel better about themselves behind mm-hmm. the keyboard. You know. Yep. And for their own pathetic lives. So. And I
5: don't know. I mean, like, uh, I know I haven't seen the most recent episode of She Hulk, but I think it's the one where they reintroduce Daredevil into the MCU.
0: Yes, the 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 fashion designer of the superhero uniforms. Yeah, that, yeah, that, and they and they're revealed... showing him
5: with that original yellow costume. Yeah,
0: they revealed the... the yellow Daredevil costume. That's right, Zod. Are you enjoying yeah, She-Hulk? This is it's been a fun show, man. she I is, need to
3: watch that one. It's
0: uh, you'd love it, it Ali. Like Zod I caught up. Did
3: you watch Miss Marvel? I did. I did. I like. I, I love... Miss Marvel. Oh, Miss Marvel is was... so good.
0: I, I yeah and. I don't know. I guess initially I was like, oh, OK, it's, for, you know, it's for younger audiences. But then now it's like now they're tying in the whole mutant thing now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I do got to go back. And it was
3: to... a fun like it was a fun one. It's um, like I'm, I'm I'm going to have to watch She-Hulk next.
0: She-Hulk, yeah, you, it's, it's really very great. it's very lighthearted. Um, yeah. And uh, they had you know, some good cameos with Wong for one and uh, Abomination and uh, they introduced Mr. Immortal
5: mr immortal which is a very very <laughs> random character think, Although the, I mean, <laughs> mr immortal in the she hulk show is very different than the
0: okay so you saw that episode that was, he was in right yeah it's yeah. the same actor that played the major domo in the book of boba fett that same actor yeah who is great so crazy yeah it's so cool all right so agatha coven of chaos is another disney plus um so it's a spinoff of wandavision as you know Catherine hahn is reprising her role but Emma Caulfield uh, will be reprising a role as Dottie, um, so uh, looking forward to that. Um, Emma Caulfield.
5: Didn't she just recover from like a really like from cancer sh- or something?
0: Sh- you know what? I think she has MS.
5: Oh, MS.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, yeah, she, apparently so it says um, if if I have a platform at all, I should be using it, even if it affects my ability to get work better for me to at least be vocal about this and try to get try to help the ms foundation there you go and other groups who are doing research so apparently she's been battling multiple sclerosis in private for more than a decade oh wow yeah um and i believe i believe some of also yes also yes. yeah mm-hmm. and so our well wishes and prayers go out to both the uh, horrible disease um all right, um, over on Amazon, number 11. So this one's kind of like bittersweet for me because it's Jennifer Lopez's Shotgun Wedding. It's uh, an audition that I had that I, would, I was so psyched had I been given the chance to to, to get the role, but I didn't. But just to, to be able to audition for this movie uh, was super cool. But uh, they just dropped the first trailer, um, which is Jennifer Lopez and Josh Duhamel. As a couple who gather their family and friends together for the ultimate desti- destination wedding, which, um, yeah, they needed a Filipino security guard. So I'm like, "That's me, motherfuckers!" <laughs> uh, so, uh, damn, damn! Well, if only, if
3: only, yeah. You'll get the
0: next one. Only if, only if. Um, anyone watching um, Rings of Power? Northern Rings. Rings no, of- I haven't I, watched I, it. So behind, I intend on watching it, but there's yeah. just so much right now. Zod, you're not caught up either.
5: I'm not caught up either. I'm. Going I only watch the pilot. I'm going to have to like sit down and like you know yep. sit for like 24 hours and like watch all these shows without getting up. Yeah.
0: Get well, they just up. they officially sh- uh, are shooting the second season now, and uh, it, the show the current season has topped the streaming charts in its debut week with 1.3 billion minutes viewed. Wow A lot That is a it's lot It's
5: interesting because it hasn't It's gotten like kind of lukewarm um, response Like a lot of people Oh yeah Didn't like it
0: A lot of people did not like it You're right Zod. Um And uh, I don't know Yeah Even uh, the once a feature King The last new Menorio Martin Lopez uh, Who is an avid Lord of the Rings fan uh, Didn't rate a very favorable but they did reveal in the sixth episode an iconic Middle Earth landmark, the volcanic, the volcanic Mount Doom. Oh, so you can see that on that. Um, you know, on Amazon they have a trick or treat Scooby Doo um, um, movie, like a uh, I guess an animated film. Um, uh, but that wasn't the crazy news associated with oh, it oh yeah that I, I, I saw
5: i saw a post about this that's right
0: <laughs> Dump, the is lesbian that's right oh, yeah. um which you could have
3: i of, mean is anyone like I feel like, I feel like <laughs> i could have seen like
0: yeah it was just like the unmentionable, the unmentionable about thing about
5: that the in the live action scooby-doo movies they yeah. um yeah i mean it's not a shocker
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they said it's been an uh, an open secret among fans of Scooby-Doo creators that Velma is gay. Yeah. Uh, and James Gunn, who wrote early live action, who wrote the early live action films, um, uh, they have confirmed the character sexuality, but they were were na- never able to make it official until this uh, Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. So make sure you check that out. Um, the so yeah, I mean yeah, she's. I mean everyone, everyone needs a hero to look up to, and and she was, yeah, she's the quintessential lesbian. Uh, Although it makes prime you solo.
5: wonder, because because Fred wore an ascot,
0: so <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> Fred could always swing both ways.
0: Yeah, he could be both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what was up with the ascot? <laughs> Although that was a, that was a kind of a, a fashion trend at the time, right?
3: Yeah,
5: yeah, that was like a '70s thing, but right? This- it's such a weird <laughs>
0: yeah. oh my god uh, they just dropped the first trailer for American Horror Story NYC um, not much is known about the plot but uh, they call it the deadliest year that is, um, that's
5: another show that I always wanted to get I'm into. behind the did. last one I watched is
0: 1984 so I'm behind like two seasons of AHS
3: I've only seen like two episodes
2: of
0: the like entire years show. ago of oh, the entire yeah. Yeah. the first season. I remember, I remember
5: like I, <laughs> I saw the first two episodes of the one that takes place in new Orleans.
0: That's a good one. Which, uh,
5: which I liked. I really like. it. had that, that yeah. creepy story. I know it's like a true story about that. um, That woman in new, new Orleans, New Orleans. Where, like, that's right.
0: Slaves You're right. In
5: her, in her like attic.
0: Absolutely. Yep. And Ryan Murphy, he does it best when it comes to those kind of things. You know, that's why I did the Dahmer series. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the trailer just dropped. It looked really cre- creepy. A lot of, like, um, man, shots of blood with scanning clad people in leather. And, uh, um, yeah, looks really, really cool. Um, number 13, so if you uh, – that's AMC. If you heard the opening promo, that's Teo Rap. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, but I don't think you guys mind a, a, a spoiler alert on – Walking Dead at this point, do you?
3: No, no I haven't okay, seen it. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, we did <laughs> his pro
0: because his character was killed in episode eighteen. Um if you have AMC plus, spoiler alert, episode eighteen, um, we get the one episode early on AMC And um yeah, I mean we the thing was was crazy about it in the comic book storyline, Sebastian was responsible for killing Rick, right? Um, so obviously Rick is in a different storyline. He's taken in the helicopter and he's going to get a off. So one would imagine that Sebastian was going to be shooting another major character and killing him off and giving that death to another person. But that didn't happen. They pretty much uh, just took advantage of its despicable bratty attitude that a lot of people hated. And they secretly recorded him talking trash about the citizens of the Commonwealth and, and how the rich should always stay rich and the poor should always remain poor. Basically, no opportunity. Uh, and they played it on uh, for the public to hear. And uh, when the walkers were attacking the Commonwealth due to being shot, they, they were initially uh, workers that were shot by uh, the antagonists um, that uh, – oh, gosh, the, those crazy, crazy people in the Commonwealth – um those particular walkers ended up uh devouring sebastian and nobody helped him they could have helped him but they just watched as the walk that's why he was so hated and despicable but uh Theo Rapp Rap olsen was a fantastic guest on below the belt show so we had to play his opening promo uh certainly a character uh that we'll miss um you know who's kind of like the character that you love to hate but a completely nice guy if you want to check it out our interview with tear wrap, uh is available on below all right so that's that that's what happened in episode 18 and um we're gonna get uh parents for what i'm hearing variant walkers in upcoming episodes so they hinted at that at the end of uh walking dead world beyond uh in europe their um walkers are very similar to the season one walkers Where they can turn doorknobs where they can bang on doors where they can climb fences a little more intelligent and they they move fast and so these were the zombies that we did not see in walking dead so are they gonna are they
5: are they going to like go in all these different directions with the different kinds of walkers like they'll have so will they they have, have like the fast ones the running ones
0: yeah, those are the ones in Europe. So somehow they're gonna get a variant Walker onto the season somehow. <clears throat> um, the next, uh, the the title of the next episode is Variant. So whether okay, they'll,
5: they'll have to eventually have like intelligent ones because <laughs> I don't know. Like there was a there was um... that's
0: the case in season one. They completely retconned that. Uh, because it was changed showrunners and the, the zombies, the walkers became less human-like. You know, it's yeah. all about just eating the flesh of humans. I'm trying to less... remember.
5: There's like a there's like a really good zombie movie um, that's uh, that's from the perspective of the zombie, and right. like he's able to like, and the implication is like they all. Kept their minds, and they could still see, like uh, perceive, and everything, but they couldn't communicate, and they were still overcome with all this hunger. Right, and it's like basically showing like uh, these people becoming zombies and event like slowly going insane from hunger and like the inability to communicate, and like you know they were either killed by the surviving humans or and. You know, they, they had like really poignant scenes where they're trying to, you know, convey that they don't want to hurt uh, hurt people, but
0: kind of like Eye Zombie.
5: Well, iZombie, Zombie, they were just the zombies were just smart. I mean, the only <laughs> thing that made them zombies was like they they had to eat brains, but otherwise they were like totally um, they were totally functional crazy.
0: members of society.
5: Yeah, <laughs>
0: they that were.
2: was such a
5: great show. By the
0: way, yeah, <laughs> I love that show. So, yes, Rose uh, McIver is such a hottie too. Yeah, she's a favorite. All right, um, over on Paramount Plus, Yellowstone just dropped the fifth season trailer. Uh, so that uh, drops on November thirteenth. The first two episodes. I didn't ever finish the uh, Yellowstone. I gave it a little bit of a shot, and then kind of just life happens, right? You can't watch everything. But Chachi's a big fan. He's watched 1883. Yeah, they're they're going to do another spin-off called 1923. That's Ford, which is huge. And Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren doing the television shows. It just blows my mind. But, uh, yeah, it's going to happen, guys. Um, also on Paramount+, Plus, there's they're going to do a Frasier, Frasier sequel with Kelsey Grammer.
2: Uh,
0: so it's going to follow Frasier Kane's next chapter in a different city. Um the former cast not expected to be uh regulars but could end up in guest roles, but no other casting was announced. Frazier sure was a spinoff definitely...
3: from Cheers, right?
0: That's right. Fraser was a spinoff from Cheers.
5: Yeah. Kelsey Grammer definitely could use uh could use the good publicity because yeah you know, he was um <laughs> he was definitely like you know, he's like this like super outspoken I think he's like a Trumpy and uh, um, oh yeah and, it seemed like in books, Hollywood
0: yeah you kind of have to if you are a Trumpy you kind of have to be anonymous or yeah be mom about it right
5: and like you know it seemed like he was only gonna be do gonna be doing these like you know
0: independent films focused yeah like his, yeah
5: oh so, I mean I hope it works for him I, I mean I loved Frasier when it was originally on it's
0: okay you know, yeah Frasier. yeah um, so, yeah, yeah, you, you, you're probably going to tune inside. So. Um,
5: I, I wouldn't go that far. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you have Paramount Plus?
5: I don't have Paramount Plus. That's I, probably It's good not reason. on Peacock. I would figure it'd be on Peacock.
3: This one's on Paramount Plus, yeah. Huh.
0: Crazy, right?
3: There's so many streaming services.
0: So many. Another one is Apple. Um, let's see. We already talked about Emancipation, but Echo 3 is an action thriller series from Hurt Locker producer Mark Bull. Um, Stars Luke Evans, Michael Heusman, and Jessica Ann Collins. That's going to drop in November, and it's set in South Africa. Follows uh, Amber, a brilliant young scientist who is the emotional heart of a small American family. When Amber goes missing along the Colombia-Venezuela border, her brother and her husband, two men with military experience, uh, struggle to find her in a layered personal drama. So, that's one to look out for. Um, I don't know if anybody has stars, but uh, Catherine Langford's going to be in a new psychological thrill series called The Venery of Samantha Bird. It's an eight-episode drama. Um, basically, she reconnects with her childhood sweetheart. uh, Falls in love, storybook, blah, blah, blah. But underneath their dream lurks a more unsettling interpretation of her. So, um, Typical, typical. Oh. All right, Saturday Night Live. Very interesting. On SNL, they uh ha- they lost eight members, eight cast members, and I was very curious to see how they would do uh, without the uh, Kyle Mooney and Pete Davidson and Adi Brian, Kate McKinnon, Melissa Villani uh, Chris Red. But you know what? It was a very entertaining episode. You know, they opened up with uh. It was wasn't. Fun, it know. wasn't
5: like a fantastic. Episode. It wasn't fantastic
0: because there's a lot of skits that don't hit the mark with the laughs, and that's right. kind of the problem I have with with more of the Saturday Night Live episodes I've been watching. But I still, for whatever reason, I still tune in.
5: Yeah, so do I, and I like. I mean, I still like. You know, I'll I'll laugh at least a couple.
0: At yeah. least a couple of times, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
5: weekend, update, weekend Update is usually, um, yeah. usually reliable to make me laugh. But I that,
0: love They're good the writers, colleges, Michael Che and Colin J. J. because they're the actual writers of those jokes, and they yeah. do well. But uh, Miles Teller was the the host, and he played uh, uh, Peyton Manning and Andrew Desmukes played Eli Manning. It's a parody of their Monday Night Football uh, commentary show, Manning cast. And then, of course, we saw probably the in the history of the Trump um impersonators on SNL, James Austin Johnson, would you agree, that he is the best Trump person. Oh absolutely
5: he is he, so he gets, good. He gets the cadence perfectly.
0: Perfect.
5: But they did it's they not did. just the I Trump. Mean, that that uh, I, I they're they're definitely gonna move away I think from the Trump um from, I mean, because uh, if you remember during the Trump presidency, like when they had Alec Baldwin playing right. Trump, they would right. have like an, a Trump sketch like every week. Every week. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're <laughs> moving away from that. But I think that was actually part of the joke in that you notice like, you know, the whole that whole like meta joke about how like Manning was saying, oh, look at that. They're doing another Trump
2: one.
0: Right. <laughs> and. <laughs> I actually hope they don't because I think James Austin Johnson is brilliant. I, yeah. I, I, I love his impression. Um,
5: and if you, you know notice. Who's, uh, who's going to become? I think who's going to become the. Um, breakout? Yeah, the breakout star. Of the, oh, in the, of the year. I was
3: thinking that. Of, Chloe uh, Feynman. Chloe Feynman is. She's good. Well, and actually, not hot.
5: Chloe <laughs> Feynman. That's not who I was thinking of. Chloe oh. Feynman is fantastic, but. Um, oh and i can't remember his name now the asian oh one. ken like, young
3: yes ken asian... uh ken young he oh, is hilarious
5: yeah he is so funny he's
3: good he's like so great he, he's, I
0: agree. A I think he's, he's one of the writers he it's sushi. interesting the writers for snl kid if they have the chops can become performers
3: yeah, he's fantastic
0: yeah oh yeah yeah and i'm glad that he's a series. uh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh you know, serious I, per- think,
5: I think he's up. gonna become the next like you know how kate mckinnon kate mckinnon was pretty
0: much breaking star yeah undisputed leader of she that stayed month. longer than i thought she would because she's had a lot of success years ago in film and other projects and
5: but i guess i mean you could you could say the same thing about keenan thompson i guess but yeah
0: keenan like, thompson is a, a mainstay he's mm-hmm. he same. started
3: Back yes. in the all that days. Yeah, a Good Burger. Like a, good Burger yeah. and
5: all that. You got to interview his, his, old, his ex partner. Kel Mitchell.
3: Kel Mitchell, I was, yep. I was, oh, oh God, I was I, a I huge. got to do it. Ali, a couple yes, years ago. Yes, he did this, summer, year. this mm-hmm.
0: year. And uh, they had a reunion on the Emmys when Keenan uh, Thompson hosted the Emmys, and they had a little skit with Kel Mitchell sitting at the bar and says, Can I get a burger anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you would have loved that, Al, if you saw it. But uh, and one thing to note, Cecily Strong is still part of SNL. She was not in the opening credits for whatever reason. They didn't they didn't put her photo in the opening credits. Um, but she did not leave the show yet. She's supposed to come back after she's done her play in an, in uh, Los Angeles called "The Search for Signs of Intelligent Life in the Universe." It's a one woman play that she's doing, um, and she won't be back until November. So, uh, there you go. Almost on this list, guys. And I we alluded to a western that I would get back to, yeah, and that's Rust. Um, so, the, uh, Helena Hutchins, the state of Helena Hutchins, the cinematographer, was killed uh, while shooting Rust by sadly Alec Baldwin and, and uh, a loaded gun which he thought was not loaded resumed production. And they've just stop-
3: that's insane it. that like it but continued on. Think... Now, the
0: only thing I can say is if the, the if the Family the state of Helena Hutchins Gave them their blessing To continue because this is Helena's film right and she Shot you know The majority of the film you know so Far I guess I don't know how far they went to production But she shot a lot of it It's just a
3: shame That like it even happened like because there Was so many things wrong with like That film set like it was so Unsafe from the get-go like they Had that wasn't the first accidental Fire mishap um oh. and like the reason like they, the um arborer,
2: she's like a was, young girl
0: she was, was like, like the daughter
3: of yeah, her, like of very a inexperienced inexperienced, her, inexperienced. Her, mm-hmm. yes and it was because a lot of the crew like walked off because like the working conditions were horrible like they exactly were like treating the crew members like utter shit and like there was like the safety on like it there needs to be like i feel like film safety on well, so many sets aren't taken seriously yeah. and i think people's lives are more important so, than
0: yeah well this is the thing now. Oh, now that i'm reading this more the husband of helena hutchins matthew hutchins will become an executive producer Isn't that crazy so um so basically what he said was like i have no interest in engaging in the recriminations or attribution attribute attribution of, of blame uh, to the producers or Mr. Baldwin, all of us believe that Helena's death was a terrible accident. I'm grateful that the producers and the entertainment community have come together to pay tribute to Helena's final work. So now the husband's a producer, and they are finishing this movie, guys. Wow. So Alec will get work because apparently he wasn't expected the work because of this, but. Yeah, I mean they still have I mean there's still lawsuits, right? I mean, I don't know, it's crazy. All right, number nineteen, almost done here, guys. Angelina Jolie sued Brad Pitt, her ex husband. Um, this is crazy. So, um and this is something really shocking and surprising that I didn't expect to hear about Brad Pitt. Well, because I met the guy. And he's never had any bad press about him, you know, other than leaving his you know, Jennifer Aniston, but Anyways, basically, the the Angelina de, um, details in a countersuit filed an altercation in 2016 in a private paint private plane where Brad Pitt choked one of the children and struck another child in the face while verbally assaulting them. Apparently, Pitt grabbed Jolie by the head and shook her, then grabbed her shoulders and shook her again before pushing her into the bathroom wall. Holy shit! This is kind of shocking here. This happened in 2016 allegedly, and these uh, these accusations are yeah the newest in the legal fight instigated by Pitt for control of the their French winery, um, in Chateau Miraval. Um, but um, wow, this is that's really surprising to hear. I mean, my gosh, um, kind of crazy. It's getting really ugly there. Um, all right, and number 20, uh, Kevin Spacey and Anthony Rapp are set to square off in a federal courtroom today. Um, so this is the first of the, the Me Too trials that are going underway this month in New York and Los Angeles. Um, Harvey Weinstein has a trial as well as Danny Masterson for that 70s show <laughs> for rape and director Paul Haggis. Um, so, yeah, um, two of them are, are civil uh cases two of them are criminal cases and uh yeah i mean uh we all know the story i mean you know rap is suing spacey for 40 million over an incident that took place when he was only 14 years old jeez um so uh you know and we talked to anthony Rapp at awesome Con alley right Re- very recently and uh, of course i was not gonna go there i was not yeah. gonna go there talking to him. i think that would have been inappropriate at a Comic-Con, maybe, maybe in a like a more candid setting, like a long interview here, uh, like phoning in. But uh, even then, I would be very, very, yeah, I would be very, very... Eh, Especially right a
3: sensitive time. topic. It's super sensitive. And it's very traumatic.
0: Very, very sensitive. So, And uh, we have some sad rest in pieces to announce, guys. Um, and I'm going to get into one that's near and dear to our hearts in BTB. But let's start with uh, Douglas Kirkland. Uh, movie set photographer, best known for his pictures of Marilyn Monroe, passed away at the age of 88. Uh, Joan Hodgkins, who appeared in uh, The Odd Couple, who was Oscar Madison's girlfriend, um, died of congestive heart failure. Robert Brown, who starred alongside David Soul and Bobby Sherman in Here Come the Brides, that sadly passed away. And iconic country singer Loretta Lynn um she's in the national country music um she's a hall of fame um loretta lynn claims singer and songwriter whose recent ascent from kentucky small town kentucky to national music country music superstardom I died at the age of 90. um we actually lost someone that's appeared on btb multiple times both Uh, Mostly at WNBC Studios Joined us a little bit here On on B2B 3.0 The virtual uh, edition And um, it's uh, None other and I'm I'm really sad to say Siren the Entertainer Davis Had sadly passed away Um, She was an amazing um, Mother um, Amazing Friend uh, an Amazing singer Super talented singer Always brought her talents over to Below the Belt show and um we don't know much details other than the fact that she was found dead unexpectedly uh and uh, our hearts and prayers are going out to her family right now um
5: it, it was it was heartbreaking too. i mean it was such a shock when you um home, yeah sense.
0: when I, I first informed it's you so sad
5: yeah
2: yeah, and especially
5: so, like, you know, to see the outpouring of emotion that was going on on her Facebook page. And, mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you know, she leaves a 21 know, year old son.
0: That's right. She's got a, a son uh, and then two young daughters, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, certainly super duper sad. We we didn't expect this to happen. Um and we, know,
5: can, we can remember all those great, like, you know, didn't she used to do those singing performances on the show?
0: She like, would sing in, in studio. Um, yeah. she, was, she was a great co-host. She liked talking The Walking Dead with us. She was a fan of that show as well. Um, and, yes, she, she blessed us with her incredible, incredible voice. Um, but um, we're going to pay our respects to Siren on uh, BTV next week. Um, as part of the show, will be a tribute show for her. Um, uh, obviously, that we'll have to gather some uh, some audio clips and stuff like that. But uh, this is all very sudden for us this week when it happens. So, rest in peace, Siren the Entertainer Davis, um, incredible, incredible performer, friend, and uh, great guest co-host that's been on the show uh, multiple times. And you know, we were just talking about Koki, um, who passed away last year, and it's really sad when someone that, that has been a part of the show and, and has been on and guested for multiple episodes and uh, sadly, um, she's no longer with us, guys. So um, hopefully we'll have some answers soon. But um, yeah, uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, Siren going at we Davis. So. We'll, we'll talk more on that next week, guys. But we are wrapping up um, with birthdays. Uh, includes Elizabeth Shue. Happy birthday, Elizabeth is fifty nine. Can you believe the pink Power Ranger, Amy Joe Johnson, is fifty two? Oh my
3: gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. I still think of her as like
0: I know in her twenties, right, when you first watched her, uh, the '90s version of Mighty Mighty Morphin Power Rangers.
3: She was how old 90s, was she like, then?
5: What so what was she, she, that she was like in her, um, she was in her like mid 20s when she played in the Power Rangers. Yeah, I believe so. I would
3: have thought she was a teenager. Yeah. Which I would have thought she would have only been in like her 40s then.
0: I think her her cast uh, some of her cast members are a, lo- a little younger than her. Yeah. So.
3: Mm. She looked really young on Power Rangers. Mm. I wouldn't have, I would have thought she, she was made. like.
5: If anyone did anyone like who played on Power Rangers, did anyone become like like break out and get more success as an actor?
3: Wow, no, I don't think so.
0: You're right. All of them. Are,
3: the yeah. Jason David Frank is like still like really mm-hmm. into like deep into the like the, the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he does a lot um, of
0: conventions. The Black Ranger as well. No, I
5: don't. It's I don't know. Has you, there? You would think usually on shows like that, there's one one of them. One, yeah.
0: Comes a breakout, right? But not in the case of the Power it's Rangers it. for some reason. Yeah.
5: Because there were, and there were so many different uh, power like iterations of the Power Rangers. Yes. I mean,
3: probably yeah. the biggest one would probably be like um because, but she hasn't really done much because I remember she was in um what was that movie with the um on disney it was
0: like suzy q suzy q okay. that
3: she was in um that was that back 90. i think in like the 90s as well okay. she was in like a couple
0: okay well happy birthday amy Jo johnson who's 52 today um emily mortimer mary Poppins returns is 51 Jeremy Sisto from law and order six feet under is 48 brett Gelman from stranger things he's awesome great guy yeah really great, great actor guys. Great actor. He's, he's
5: funny as hell and I remember that was a great interview we had with him.
0: Yes, you remember that?
5: Yeah. Well i have I've always really liked his work. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fantastic.
0: Um and yeah, that that's all for birthdays, guys. Um so yeah, ending with the big interview from Noche de Gala, guys. Miguel Diaz himself. Show Manaduena got to talk to him about Cobra Kai season five. Whether we'll maybe see some of Cobra Kai in the new Karate Kid movie they announced. We talk a little bit about Blue Beetle in DCEU as he's playing now the first Latin superhero in DCEU because it, I guess first was going to be Batgirl, but Batgirl's not coming out. So now, I guess now it's got to be Sholomar Adrena's Jamie Ray as Blue Beetle as the first Latin superhero well, in DCEU.
5: Batgirl, I mean, it's a Latina, Latina actress, but Batgirl,
0: right. the character isn't... Latino. it's not it's <laughs> Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So because it's shelved, yeah, that means Blue Beetle's, uh, you know, by yeah, the
5: Blue Beetle is supposed to be a, uh, a Latino.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh right, right. So that wasn't a uh, a woke casting, as they say. Right. Uh, right. Sorry, I don't have a better term right now, but <laughs> that's okay. Anyways, guys, we're wrapping up tonight's show, guys with the one and only Sholem Baraduena's uh, interview for, uh, that I conducted at Noche de Gala. It's a fantastic one. And yes, next week, guys, um, yes, a portion of our show will be dedicated to the life of our friend, a the entertainer, Davis, um, who touched many of our, our lives and hearts with her amazing talents, her shining personality, um, and yeah, yeah, she will be really, really nice one. so... All right, guys, on behalf of the amazing panel that we've had today, starting with Mike, the General Zod. Thank you. Of course, Ali Das, the adorable one, voice actress extraordinaire. Always a pleasure. And, of course, uh, our earlier panelists, including Kenny Hopkins from That Was Disappointing, and our buddy Dan Franco, actor extraordinaire and podcaster. Guys, we will see you next week. Until then, peace. 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 All right, guys. Got yeah. We got After a quick Solo lader For the second time. So second time, Cobra Kai and the upcoming Blue Beetle. Yes, yes, yes. First of all, congratulations on your horizon award. What does that mean to you, my man?
7: Um, you know, to, to be recognized by this wonderful group of people, I think is uh, it's one of the biggest honors that I've received in my career, you know, to to uh, have people who have paved the way and just made it a little bit easier for people like myself is is exciting and also there's a lot of great people in this room to even be in the same room I think is an achievement in itself and to receive an award is just even more of a blessing.
0: Yes and of course the representation for Latinos
7: what's what the NHFA does so well doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's their motto basically they're, yeah. they're they're working harder than I think anyone can imagine. Awesome love season
0: five of cobra kai we didn't get a new year's eve we got a little earlier so we got kind of a, a two season
7: treat in one year they're pumping them out yes. hey we better get renewed for another one otherwise it's going to be summertime and people are going to be like where's our show right well you guys guys got the world tournament coming up so yeah that's that guy right exactly right but you got hawk
0: representing instead of you were kind of bittersweet to give it to hawk instead of miguel
7: Hey, look, I think there's uh, a whole lot of uh, season that has to happen before we see who's representing who. Yeah. Um, Who knows, right? Maybe there's more than one dojo. I don't know. We'll see. Um, The writers don't tell me anything, so this is all just hearsay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Blue Beetle versus Miguel Diaz. Who wins in a fight? The dude's got superpowers. He would obliterate him. He could literally transport him to a different dimension. I, I, I don't think karate's gonna cut it. You should it's see the good. villains in in Blue Beetle, and and you'll see. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who stands a chance to Blue Beetle. What can we expect? I mean, I've I worked with Angel
0: Soto before oh, nice. on Charm City. Awesome director. Wonderful. Awesome director. What can we expect out of this upcoming Blue Beetle film?
7: We can expect a really great. Uh, depiction of what it means to be a Latino, in and in a digestible way that's going to be for the whole world. You know, I think far too often when when projects are labeled like a Latino movie or a movie for Mexicans, it's it's it pigeonholes us. It paints us into a corner. But the reality is, is this movie is going to be for everyone. Everyone's going to enjoy it. And um, Angel Soto man, he he did a great job. From the director to the writer to the cast and crew, everyone was so excited and so honored to be on the project. And I, I really think we're going to have one of the best- Best movies of next year. Definitely the best superhero movie of next year, if not the best regular movie.
0: Nice, did you read up on your Blue Beetle lore?
7: Of course, of nice. course, of course. There's, hey look, there's so much thought that goes into Portraying a character accurately for the fans of the comics, there's, I mean, there's fans who who know him from the comics, from the TV shows, from right. the video games. There's a lot to encompass, and then also I gotta add a little solo in there. So I think I really did a great job. The story is is one that maybe we've seen in some comics before. Okay. Okay. But, uh, okay. There's definitely gonna be a lot of. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be good. Nice, nice. Now the uh, they just announced Showrunner's Kai, a Karate Kid movie. I heard what do you that. what do you know about that? And could you be a part of it? I, I know nothing about it. I don't even know if they know anything about it. They they <laughs> I saw them on Twitter like, hey, we're excited for yeah. whatever this movie is going to be. So I'm a hey, I'm excited. I, I I'm really blessed that and excited that we've been able to make Cobra Kai into something much larger than our own. And and I'm just ready to see what spinoffs they come up with. What uh what other reiterations? Because the reality is, I think they did a great job with this reboot, and I just can't wait to see them yeah. do more of it. A fantastic job on cobra kai thank can't you. wait to see season six thank you so much total
0: amount of you. Adrenia, guys thank you. thank you amazing thank you so much
1: well it has been a ill show tonight and i think we have all learned some valuable lessons this is your bot for the bad boys of baltimore saying until next time keep chilling like a villain bye, dude, bye, dude, bye, dude, bye, dude, bye.